Merriam-Webster defines crooner as uh, one who croons. Oh, yeah, like a like a it's like a cookie, right? Well, that's exactly right. Crooning a crooner is like a singer, typically a male one, who sings sentimental a soft singer, songs. I thought. In yeah, a low Ren's voice, dyslexia no, is popping. It's not singer. It's, it's a, popping off. He sings sentimental songs in a soft and low voice. Who is that? For? It is derived from the old verb to croon, meaning to speak or sing softly. And this suggestion of intimacy was supposedly widely attractive to women, especially younger ones such as teenage girls, known at the time as Bobby Soxers. Oh, Brandon's a crooner. Brandon's a crooner. Oh, God. Because of the teenage girls. Yeah, that's where the term groomer comes from, which Brandon is also... Brandon's a groomer. A groomer. No, no, no. Also, these women just got off on the idea of intimacy, the potentiality of it. They're just singing, like, softly to them. It's like, well, that's manly. Imagine being in an intimate relationship with someone like that. It's like Frank Sinatra. It's also like a ship, right? Yeah, it's it's like a little scuttlebutt or something. Yeah, like you take it out of the harbor. Yeah. Like a lord has to go on a trip or something. Yeah. And they take their little crooner or their schooner. Their goods, their supplies, all, spices. All of the above. Definitely spices. You can't leave on a trip without your spices. Diplomatic. And you gotta go get the spices. Yeah. Britain doesn't have spices. Well, if you maybe the lord the is using them as a diplomatic gift of sorts. Of jorts? So, of jorts, you're right. Of jorts. So now that we know what a crooner is... Now we can talk about the definition of a mooner. No, no! Good job. It's falling. All right, we're we're here. <laughs> That's the pause. I'll figure it out somewhere in the fuck. I there. couldn't stop laughing. I was in the back of my head like I want to yell too. Now Lucas got to do it. Yeah, after four seconds. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so close to the pause being done. Yeah. Which what, one is it? What up, everybody? Hey, we're glad that you know what a crooner is now. Because we don't. We do. We still don't. That can, continuity. What the fuck is a bobby soxer? <laughs> that confused me even more. That's how we'll open next week. It's teeny boppers. It's the same thing, mm. probably. Or, or boxers. Orc. Orcs. There are a bunch of orcs. Um, how are we today, Seth? Sleepy. Sleepy today. Lucas? Doing good. Nice. Doing well. a good week. That's good, yeah. I saw you got to... Where are where my, where my favorite movies? podcasting shirt. I saw you got Student Teacher of the Year from the University of Montana. What? Yeah. I did. I, I didn't for see all that. of K through eight. That's one student teacher of the K through twelve. Oh shit! I'm through twelve, phenomenal. But it's only because I went undefeated in my girls' basketball team. That's okay. Right. That was That's the main criteria. Yeah. Congrats, man! That's awesome. It's a huge win. Yeah. So it's, it is a good us. week. Yeah. Uh, Seth and I saw Whose Line last night live. That was good. We did. We're gonna start our own fresh. improv. 
It was fresh. We're going to start our own improv group. I was mad a little bit, but they were really good. Mm-hmm. They just they made too many references to Montana and like the Billings area. And they kept going like, oh, those... I'm glad we're not in South Dakota anymore, and the crowd would erupt. They loved it. The crowd they also made, they made the joke over, like four times. The crowd also erupted over Billings Federal Credit Union that shit shout was out. So funny. The <laughs> ladies up on stage. What is your husband doing? He works at a bank. Oh, which bank? Uh, Billings Federal Credit Union. One yeah! person in the back left in the balconies. Let's fucking go! That's my bank! <laughs> Lost his mind. It was awesome. <laughs> but we're going to start our own Who's improv. the funniest? True. Ryan Stiles. Tall guy? Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. And the piano what's player your, is probably second. Who's in, your, who's in your improv group? Mine? The that we're starting on. Starting. Yeah. My friend James. James was on here. James O'Blander. Yeah, you know James. Uh, other buddy Ezra. It's pretty cool. And this guy Kelby, who's like my... Uh, unofficial beer partner beer pong partner for life and seth and then if they and ever me. need another i'm here and brandon's absolutely in it too if he wants to be in it i offered but he's like a doctor so he doesn't want to stoop down to our level so much yeah it's it's a tough world yeah so it's been a good week yeah a really good week um until we watched a movie yeah Moon V. Um, a Moon V. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so before we get into it, Brandon, Lucas, Seth, we're all here. You're Jinjo. forgetting someone, yeah. <laughs> He's so <laughs> handsome. He is so handsome. God damn, 10 minutes and 20 seconds to see that handsome boy. But before we get into it, I got some questions for you guys. I can't believe you just said my name. I... Okay. You've been I calling don't... me Big Dog for like a month. That is true. Never mind. Or just Brant. I've called you Brant multiple times. Yeah. You keep bringing up Brant too. But anyway, questions. First question. Oh, he's lick those thirsty. paws. Yeah, he's so thirsty. My first question for you guys is, do you like disaster films? Are you stealing your water, Lucas? He loves it. <laughs> he's just drinking out of the water I, I tend 1057 I tend not to love disaster movies personally um, I think it's a it's an interesting genre that's like takes action and adventure to its furthest reaches but I tend to just not like them okay Seth did you ask if I like disaster movies yes I don't you were so distracted by ginger drinking water <laughs> I've just been <laughs> Cheese and dude, I love him. Um, my other question for you guys is do you like mega structures? I do like mega structures. No. Thanks for asking. No one no. ever asks. No. <laughs> it's it's crazy how often you get asked, hey, do you like mega structures in your life? People always ask me about the mini structures. They don't <laughs> ask me about mega structures. Um, I don't think so. I think I have thalassophobia. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. And tryptophobia. I do. Oh. <laughs> We'll bring it's that up again. Oh, tryptophobia. I don't have the last Tryptophobia is you're afraid of tryptophan. So when you eat too much turkey, you're so ah, afraid. I'm sleepy. I'm so sleepy right <laughs> now. He is sleepy, too much said. tryptophan. No. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So you're scared as well. I, yeah. No, I hate tryptophobia. The last phobia I don't have, I think it's cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, well, if you answered yes to liking disaster movies or mega structures, you've come to the right place. This is I the did. good, the bad, and the moonies. 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 the momos (laughs) and this week we watched a film from last year in 2022 called moonfall before we get into it we're drinking beers um seth was like hey can i buy the beer i've 
I really feel like I've not been participating enough and like bringing things to the table. I just add length to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I was I like, okay, girth. I'm going to, I, this is what I was going to do. He's like, no, we should do a beer called Face Plant because falling, Face Plant. And then yeah. he, yeah. he was like, I'll I get it. it. He was like, it. last night, he was like, I'm going to get it tonight. And then he couldn't find it last night. I went to five separate gas stations. And he couldn't find it today. So he went with my idea that I was originally going to do anyway. I was just trying to find a beer that wasn't an IPA because I know you don't like them. I know. But we've got an IPA. And what I've got <laughs> is Elysian Space Mission Dust. failure. <laughs> the Elysian Space Dust IPA. It's one that I figured we finally had to do for Space Month. Uh, um, I was going to say, have we done this before? We have not, and it's got like a little hop spitting out space dust, but it also is like kind of like a moon spitting out space dust, and there's Saturn in the background, so. We can do dank dust next week, <laughs> where they just made it taste like weed. <laughs> um, And so that's what we've got. It's another IPA. Like I said, I don't like them. It is. The hopping is pure star glow energy with Chinook to bitter and late and dry editions of Citra and Amarillo. 12 fluid ounces, 8.2% alcohol. It's true. We clink. I thought you were... And then... No, no, no. <laughs> and then we drink. Mm. Nice. I'm drinking I'm drinking some water over here. Thanks for asking. Looks Cat pretty infested. good. What yeah, the hell? Say... There's a bunch of little hairs in here. What... <laughs> I can only imagine. What's wrong with our plumbing? <laughs> He's just waiting to do that bit. Yeah. Somebody's... <laughs> our plumber must have been sprinkling little hairs into our water source. <laughs> Mala must have been making my water tonight. <laughs> Mala. Good letter. I would have Mala. It's just like an old... <laughs> Honey, I'm home. And she's it's Mala. being hunted. No, and she's just putting hair in the water. Trap. <laughs> she's snared. Her leg is broken. Um. But yeah, so that's our drinks today. I... Don't really Ooh. like that. You do? I like it. Yeah, I like course. IPAs though. This is why I tried to get you not they to drink. Big for Seth. Because this is even one that Brandon could tolerate. Yeah, that's true. Um, but with that, this is all about me today. Let's get into the movie. Our director today is Roland Emmerich. Sounds foreign. Where is he from? I don't know. Why does sure sound familiar? I'm pretty sure he's oh, German. Oh, 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 huge. He is. Huge news on directors. Uh, Realized today that Tu Wong Fu was not our first female director. Oh. We did one quite early on, back in season one. Me and Devin. Bird Box is directed by a female, Suzanne Beer. Oh. So look at us being pioneers so so early on. It makes it so much better that we forgot her months after the fact. (laughs) Now we have... Two That's a true female experience. experience. No, there's like four now. Ooh. Yeah, we're good. We did Elaine yeah. May. Yeah. I love Elaine May. Yeah. Not as much as Lucas. We should do Elaine all. May movies again. Yeah, I think we should do I'm another teach one because I've only class seen the admission. one. Yeah. You're going to do like an Elaine May class? Do like a an club? Elaine May play in English. Elaine play. It played play. Nice. Plain play. That's exactly right. Watch out that for that cool, plain play. Are you really going to do a class on it? No, just like in my normal English class. Like, instead mm-hmm. of doing Hamlet, we'll do it. We'll do fucking California Girls or whatever she did. Yeah. Ish- you know Ishtar exactly the what she did. <laughs> you know everything she's ever done or whatever she did. My um, ass. But Rowan Emmerich, what he's done is the Noah's Ark principle. Boo. Making contact. This is Roland Emmerich? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Uh, He's Moon from Germany. 40, Moon 44. He is from Germany. Stargate. Independence Day yeah. 1 and 2. Oh, that must be where I know the name. Um, he did Keep going. Godzilla. The Which Matthew one? Broderick one or the Brian Cranston one? It was a 90s one. I think Broderick. Yes. That was, I like that one. That one got a lot of shit. That one was he good. He did The Patriot. Probably bad. Is that he, Mark Wahlberg? Yep. Chris. <laughs> he did The Day After Tomorrow. Nice. Oh, that's another. Okay. That was the other one. I he remember. did 10,000 BC. Two days before The Day After Gross. Tomorrow. He did 2012. Nice. Another place. I you talked about yeah. that during the Gross. movie. I did. You're okay. like, this kind of reminds me of 2012. Yeah, and I was entirely right. 2012 slapped, though. Uh, he did White House Down. This guy loves killing step And he did Midway. We're like... I don't know. That was like a war one. He's an auteur. Can't just say that about everybody that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the he's like the big budget disaster movie guy. That That's is all true. He's like, done. A, like a lot. I do like doesn't the make first... him an auteur. It makes him like he fell into a genre. No, of course it does. He didn't reinvent anything. He didn't yes, do his does. own thing. That doesn't. That's not being an auteur. He's he's staying in his lane. He's doing no. his own thing. It's... You know a Roland Emmerich movie when you, you see know it when it's there. It adheres to the same style, like Michael principles. Jackson's Thriller or Farrah Fawcett Hair, like. Like having to hide out in bunkers and the world is coming to an end. I did like the first Independence Day and the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Yeah. And then I I didn't like the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. I don't know what you guys are talking I about. I liked it. It's not It's like the sixth best Godzilla of the last And there's been a hundred in the last thirty years. That's pretty good. So that's top six percent, Lucas. Yeah. That's ninety fourth percentile. I don't think there's been a hundred. There's been so many Godzilla movies. <laughs> Maybe not in the last thirty years, but like since Godzilla became and a plus, guy. I don't know, and He's not as good as the King Kong movies. Either. I was about to say they've done they've done better with the King Kong franchise than the Godzilla. This disagree. The King Kong with the Adrian Brody and Jack Black, great. Kong good Skull movie. Island, great. Kong Skull Island's great. Yeah, it's a Vietnam movie. John C. Riley is there the whole time. You can't just say I haven't seen him, so you're wrong. John C. Riley better. John C. Riley, like forty years going, he still thinks the Vietnam War is going on. It's fantastic. That is pretty funny, and I love John C. Riley. He's hanging out with Kong. This is my Viet Cong. This big peanut it's a guy. Um, but yeah, so that's Roland Emmerich. Like you said, yes. just disaster movie Autour, guy. Yeah, we all and agree. He, he also hey, wrote this. It's all of us. His writing is the same as his directory, di- directorial filmography. Mm. But you've got uh, a couple other writers. You've got Harold Closer, mm. who did 10,000 BC and 2012. Wait, I think I've seen 10,000 BC. The, oh, yeah. co- the cover is a man holding a spear against a saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, yeah of course. The movie's called 10,000 BC. <laughs> what else did you put on the, the cover of that? Me and this captain's hat. But he like Might goes a on a little cover. adventure, right? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I, I think, think the world I've almost dies. There's, so it's the Ice Age, maybe? Yeah. I think it was a pretty cool movie. I remember watching it. I heard it times. sucked. Well, that's, you know. It did. People it did say everything bonkos, sucks. I'm pretty sure. It did like a trillion dollars. Let me check it out. Keep marching, Brandon. It did yeah, sorry. And I then, just it was it clicked my brain. It's like a childhood memory of mine. And then Spencer Cohen is the last writer. He did the third the Cohen. third Cohen brother. The third Cohen brother <laughs> made three hundred million dollars. That one did. Damn. Damn. He did uh, a movie called Stay. He wrote Extinction. Stay. He wrote Blink. He wrote eight episodes. What's the one word titles. 
He wrote eight episodes He's of an auteur. Classified. He's an auteur. He wrote The Expendables 4. Where I think the 4 is the A in Expendables when it's in all caps as well. Mm-hmm. And then he did a TV special called uh, Macklemore's Big Surprise. Ooh. Ooh. It was oh. cancer. <laughs> Jeez. <That's> a surprise. <laughs> he comes out bald. <laughs> out of a birthday Wait. cake like a stripper. I have Mac- cancer. Macklemore had the surprise, but it wasn't something that he gave to somebody. Like, he didn't give somebody cancer. He just he had just cancer. Knew. That was the surprise. The doctor surprised him with cancer. Oh. He, like, he thought Macklemore, he was coming for this- a checkup. Spencer Cohen wrote this script. He's like, this is going to be awesome. This is going to Let's bang. televise this. Bring Macklemore on. Like, no. <laughs> no, not to, please. Please do not. <laughs> I don't want cancer. But... Here we are. Who's in this flick? Double it and pass it on to the next guy. And yeah, now a cast. You got Halle Berry. She's she's just been so bad in the last 15 years. From Oscar winner to now. Yeah, last 13 years maybe. I don't know. It's it's I haven't seen anything great of hers in a long time. She kind of fucking sucks. Is she a big deal? Halle Berry's a big deal. Yeah, she was like the biggest actress in the world for a good portion of time what an oscar every she was like the punchline of it she was like megan fox before megan fox but could act from like 90 like 98 to like 07 i gotcha one of the hottest actresses available to get in a movie available like she was and now she's fucking pretending to be a ufc fighter in movies and that one where she got her kid kidnapped and she was just chasing him the whole movie She's oh just bad. yeah she was the She's 911 bad operator yeah it's a hard regression yeah yeah what, she what was is the mm, what that was a weird movie. what is her in the ufc i don't know this one she, she directed it last oh. year, I think. Mm. Where well, she's in it too. Where she's like a fucking oh, suburban mom turned octagon fighter, and she fights Amanda Nunez. No, I think she gets her ass kicked by Ronda Rousey, by Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, because <laughs> he thought Mark she was Wal- Vietnamese. Mark Wahlberg yeah. comes yeah. and just beats the shit out of her. Um, other cast in here, you got Patrick. Bruised. It's called Bruised. Ugh. <laughs> Seth about to spit out his beer with that title. Just immediately sounds like a domestic abuse movie. It's <laughs> because of Mark Wahlberg. Or with Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Maybe that's yeah. my fault. You got uh, Patrick Wilson in this, who is like just the most stereotypical actor. He's he's a he's a leading man. Yeah, like a middle of the road leading man, but like a little uglier, a little less charm to him. He's a hundred percent recognizable, but he's not a household name like at a, all. He's like I a, hate him. Either ninth or tenth choice, I would guess yeah. for this. You got we get Leo. No, how about Brad Pitt? No, you let's got get Mark Ruffalo. No. John Bradley. We could meet Will Arnett. Let's get his lookalike. No, Casey. I know John Bradley. He's pretty all right. He's pretty all right. He was from Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's a good actor. Oh, yeah. but he um, sucks. You got Charlie Plummer. You've got Kelly Yu. Charlie Plummer sounds familiar. You've got Michael Pena. Carolina. Always great. Oh, always great. Carolina Bartzak, Zane Maloney, and two minutes worth of Donald Sutherland. Hmm. Uh, of course. Was he a Mookie winner? A Mookie nominee. He was sure. a Mookie nom for Fool's Gold. Yeah. With Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was not nominated, but he was in the movie. Yeah. The Moomy. Um, and then a plot for you guys for Moonfall today. Like I said, I just thought this was about a moon falling. 
I was so wrong. Barely about that. <laughs> he gets tripped. <laughs> so when he tripped the moon, it's plummeting towards Earth. That's funny. It's a, another like another planet just bullying Jupiter, the moon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, doing the table I'm trick. Nice trip, moon. <laughs> See you next moonfall. Nice. But God the plot of this is a mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit and sends it hurtling on a collision course toward Earth. Because I put this in here because I was like, uh, <laughs> I put this in here because I was like, the moon is falling to Earth. Well, what the fuck are they gonna do? It's like you can't. You're, you're we're we're fucked. We're done. Mm. It's it's just another Armageddon, but it was not another. You would have the Earth fall as well, would you not? Oh, you blow Earth off its orbit. Yeah, you trip it. Trip the wire. Mm. <laughs> Beg Jupiter to trip Earth as well. Breaker, breaker. Hey, Jupiter, you pussy. <laughs> you guys someone your own go to size. playoffs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jupiter's just like nerd, <laughs> just shoves you down, shoves you Earth. Think you're tough. You guys lost to Brentwood. <laughs> it's a high school rivalry. Jupiter versus Brentwood. <laughs> Brentwood, yeah. <laughs> Brentwood. Crosstown rivals. Brent- All the solar system. Brentwood, Brentwood versus the planet <laughs> Jupiter. But nerdy, yeah, no, it's the whole solar system. But nerdy little Earth didn't participate because they're not a jock. Yeah. So they're feeling bitter, even though that there's. That the jock themselves lost. Yeah. Um. Actually, they still get picked on. Can't sustain Not life with one. less than seventy percent oxygen. <laughs> Shut <Yeah>. up, Earth nerd. <laughs> I'm full of poison. I don't give a shit. You may I'm be going good. To, I'm going to Princeton. <laughs> you may be good at space ball, but yeah. But can you sustain life? Do you have a date for space prom, dork? <laughs> I'm taking Neptune. That Ooh, fine ass. Yeah, Neptune is so fine. I bet you're taking Neptune. your anus, aren't you? Fuck you, Jupiter. Shut up. She's beautiful. Nobody's bigger than you, pussy. Oh, man. This is stupid. True. Talk about a is your wonderful actually... night for a moon dance. <laughs> Ooh, is, yeah. is Uranus actually your cousin? Are you taking your cousin to space prom? Pluto's not even a real planet. He's yeah. not allowed in the football team. Earth's asking the sun. It's like, Dad. Pluto's fucking smoking cigs outside of the school. <laughs> yeah. He's the cool guy. Yeah, he's way up. I don't fit in with the rest of them. <laughs> I'm not a planet. Yeah. He's the lead singer of... There's got to be a pun out. But there. he's also a, seconds he's also Mars. a little person because he's a, he's a celestial you. dwarf. I just want to say MCR at first. Pluto's a little person smoking a cigarette. <laughs> he's got Napoleon. Exactly, Napoleon syndrome. Oh, I I just right, imagine I just imagine Earth asking this. I was like, Dad, can I borrow the car to go to the Andromeda Galaxy for prom tonight? Is his dad his son? No, the son. His dad is, is God. His dad. The son is the da- oh oh. So, Earth, <laughs> oh, so God. Earth asks God for a car to go to yeah. Andromeda. Mm. <laughs> but Brentwood shows up and eggs him. <laughs> the entire Earth. It's a, it's a drive-by. Brentwood's the neighboring ruined. solar system. Yeah. I We're just high school was, kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking Brentwood was like a just a small burrow on the Earth, on and Jupiter Earth. had like a rivalry with it. But I'm glad it makes that's more what, sense. That's if what it's I the, thought was Brentwood lacrosse team, just a school on Earth taking on the Jupiter lacrosse. Now nah, you got the Milky Way, the Andromeda, and Brentwood. <laughs> They're <laughs> so, so rich over in Brentwood; it's not fair. Oh boy, lots of eggs. <laughs> they can afford them after the price hiking they did. That's true. 
Plus they have like they just they just steal this was them. a societal. They just steal them from making. the space chickens that are you know in the Milky Way. Of course, because we're the farm because we generate milk and eggs and shit like that. And math. And in, in math, we generate a lot of math. Nerd so. ass shit. Um, so that's the plot of this movie. <laughs> yeah. The high school uh, drama. Everyone gets laid at the end. I can't believe it. We did it. <laughs> uh, finally under two hours. I can't believe we made it to space graduation. Um, and some history for you guys. I actually have a decent amount. So Thank God. Moonfall is a 2022 science fiction disaster film. Co-written, directed, and produced by Roland Emmerich. Emmerich said that the project had previously been bought by Universal Pictures, and once he got the rights back, Emmerich and partner Harold Closer went to the Cannes Film Festival to get financial backers, with the independent nature helping Emmerich get creative control and a 50% share of the film. The idea came after reading uh, Christopher Knight and Alan Butler's book, Who Built the Moon?, which discussed the hollow moon hypothesis, a conspiracy theory about the moon being an artificial construction, and the script was worked on then for four years afterwards. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the film had to speed up its principal photography and finished in 61 days with an additional $5.6 million spent on the fast track. Among the pandemic's restrictions were a lack of a location shooting, forcing the construction of 135 different sets built primarily on six stages on Grande Studios. And uh, a museum in Florida contributed an original space shuttle cockpit, and NASA provided various data regarding the spacecraft. In January of 2022, Emmerich spoke about the possibility of filming two sequels back-to-back if the first film was a success. The following month, star John Bradley said that if Roland goes down the direction that he wants to, the sequels would be, in quotes, even more batshit crazy than the first. I would love that. I, I'm a fan of the story creation idea of what if a conspiracy theory was real. Yeah. What if the moon was hollow? So, like, just kind of, like, patronizing these obviously crazy people who think the moon is hollow and be like, all right, let's make that a movie. That's kind of funny. Which, which conspiracy theory should they do next? Um, they should do Bush doing 9-11. Pizzagate? Do, like, a documentary. Yeah, something crazy like that. What is Pizzagate? Oh, you don't want to know. Pedophiles, Hillary. Mm. Yeah. Basements. The Democrats. <laughs> The immigrant. <laughs> no. Damn. You did it again. <laughs> uh, I got, the, I'm an O-Tour in a way. You, <laughs> you think about it. Of that. Because yeah, I keep being so silly and stupid. And that's like his thing. I've, I've traveled down this it's path. It's just that voice. It's this Still lonely road. Go. You I was said- trying to do like a Bill Maher voice. Because that's his punchline for everything. Is mm. the Republicans. And I was trying to do a Bill Maher voice. But I have no idea But it came out like. as the immigrant. <laughs> it's it. Um, the Democrats. <laughs> so, it's good. What about what? Uh, would they should do one on the the Denver airport. The lizard people seems too easy. Birds being fake would be a good one too. Uh, Lost tapes did the lizard people already. Not surprised. Yeah. JFK. Yeah, we JFK. Seth it. killed him. Ooh. I think the JFK movie is actually the JFK conspiracy movie, which is one of my favorite stories because. Oliver Stone directed it, and it was kind of like, what if it was real, you know? The one from, like, 1996? Yeah, something like that. Big, long conspiracy, giant movie. And then after that, he got sucked into it and made, like, an eight-hour-long documentary. Be like, I know what actually happened! Fuck! (laughs) 
you that's do awesome. you do all that research and you get in that rabbit hole that's what i do i love getting in the hole that's that's just one of my favorite like dabbling you you step too close to the conspiracy theory it'll suck you in they should do a conspiracy theory that's like way too soon to be done like covid's not real that that kind of movie would really blow the election up the markets, was I think. stolen yeah shit like that they were right to do that riot at the capitol building they were that's what brandon thinks they nailed what? it yeah uh what brandon's you, pretty you, close to being indicted himself you got questioned yeah lucas had a theory about fish Ooh, they're all oh yeah they're kind of all like extensions of one another and that they're there's one sort of main fish god fish entity deep in the bowels of the ocean and all the other sea life is sort of a, a fingertip extension of this this entity so are they like bees or are they like a hive mind they have a hive mind yeah they're there's like a, a creature they have a string on each a little tiny string oh there's a there's a geppetto down there and every fish you see yeah, is pinocchio he's, <laughs> he's yeah. crazy he's so he's so talented check this he's out. got so many fingers <laughs> but if you if you touch one it goes away I think this is fact. <laughs> yeah, that's not a conspiracy. It's been not a great movie, movie though. No, because yeah. you don't do you don't do movies on real life things. Not anything based on a real life event. So no. Um, but lots of history there, um, except for this movie. Exactly, because this is real. Yeah. Um, and so after our history, let's get into some budget. Budget. Don't holy shit! Don't trudge it. Uh. What was the bar you wrote down earlier? <laughs> I'm not. Uh, we'll save it for later. No, Lucas needs to hear it. We were trying to come up with big words because we were always like, "Yeah, you're always putting words out there that become part of our vernacular." Like quixotic. Quixotic. You said totemic. Dramaturgically, last week. you said totemic, totemic a few times. Like yeah. Dramaturgically, because of that Jeremy Strong interview, I assume. Yes. And uh, ostensibly. Ostensibly. I think that was all of us kind of combined. We're throwing that one. You just didn't really know what it meant. Yeah. Invoking. Yeah. But you, we were trying to Invoke. just make. We were, I was trying to explain what you do in, in big words. In big words. Yeah. And it, uh, damn, what was it? Yeah, where's your phone? It was good. Used, and it was, it was a bar. It was words that were the upper echelon of the diegetic lexicon. I that was what it was. Ooh. Yeah. I was like, that's what he does. And we were going to get at you. That's what I said. I said right after, I was like, dumbass little Aesop rock bar that I wrote. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. But I was like, we should pretend to be mad. And like, you're always doing this. And then just like pretend off the top of our heads we came up with that. The, <laughs> the, up, the upper echelon of the diegetic lexicon. Uh, he would say <laughs> some shit like that. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but Thank if you. you're doing the books, you better not fudge it. Let's play a game called Guess That Budget. Guess That Budget. Whoa, 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 whoa. Prosecuted, not persecuted. Um, Executed, not prosecuted. So we don't smell pungent. That's good. Budget. Yeah, I don't want to smell pungent, yeah. Uh, Lucas, you're going to start. What do you think the budget of this film is? Sure so $160 big. million. Dollars. Damn. Do I? Sure. One sixty nine. Oh, no! Uh, it's a sixty nine, and then one guy's laying next to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's sleeping. Yeah, I, I will go one sixty nine. I was gonna say one twenty, but I think I'll do one sixty nine. Uh, the winner today is Lucas. Fuck. 
It's uh, 150 million. I would have lost either way. <laughs> this is actually one of the most expensive independently funded films of all time. Independently funded? Yeah, Roland Echoes. Emmerich produced it. Oh, shit. You probably and said Lionsgate, huh? I think, too. Yeah. Oh, so not- I think it's just like not like a studio movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, echoes of echoes of, of uh, Luc Besson's movie last week. Also one of the most expensive independent movies ever. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I made that same mistake. About a week ago. Space Chimps came and went, didn't it? Yeah. Almost like a dream. <laughs> it really did. Uh, we're going to now go to opening weekend, Seth. Yes, we are. So you could guess. Instead of just sip. You're starting it. Oh, man. Anytime now. That's tough. Twelve. Million. Million. Okay, Lucas. 2022. was the year this was released. I'll say... 15 million? Come on, God. The winner today. One of you guys is so close, too. We're both so close. It's Seth! It's 9.9 million. Damn. That was a good job, Sethy. Two million off. Whatever. It's pretty good. Lucas, US and Canada total. So it's come to this. I'll say 40 million dollars on that number. Don't do that with your beer. Boo. 40 million. What are you doing? 69.1 million. Okay, the so now winner, the guy's on the other side of the bed. The winner today is Lucas. Fuck. It's it a not. Poop. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly the bed, right. The bathroom's on the other side of the bed, so he pooped and then. In the bed. It didn't want to be awkward. Oh. He got lost. Uh, but the winner today is Lucas. The yeah. US, US and Canada total is 19.1 million. Damn. Ooh, moonfall. <laughs> There's just a uh, guy with his dick out between two other guys. <laughs> and it's got a sort of je ne sais quoi to it. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> leaking. <laughs> and last, worldwide, Seth. 69 point... Where's he going? <laughs> he should be in the 61.9. Point seven. He has a gun. <laughs> holding it out. <laughs> Look out! Mr. President, yes. <laughs> Alright, 69.7. Lucas. Those aren't inspiring numbers. I'm gonna say 40 million, and I'm gonna say they they were sad. One of you guys is so close. It's gotta be Lucas. It's the man with the gun. It's, Whoa, it's sad. No way. It's a 67.3. That's crazy close. Wow. You're China actually, you actually there were a lot of uh uh, like Chinese last names in the credits afterwards. True. So a lot of people that worked on yeah. it. I like that there. you're saying that you're crazy close on this. Yeah. yeah. I like that you're saying you're crazy close on this one, but you're further off on this one than you were on the opening weekend that you said that wasn't close. Well, it's the same as like opening weekend, you know, is going to be like, if it's this shitty of a movie, it's going to be 25 million tops. So out of the 25 numbers, I picked 12 and I was closer to nine. But out of like, a po- potential maybe 100 million this movie could have made overseas totally worldwide and i got 69 to 67 percentage wise i did way better this round than i did percentage wise he yeah. deserves a medal yeah shouldn't have to explain this to you by the way it should just be natural you understand what i'm thinking 
I'll get that later. He I'm sorry. His metal. Yeah. Um. So a 150 million dollar budget coming in at 67.3 worldwide lost 83 million dollars. It is one of the biggest flops of all time in movie history. Wow, flopping too. Like sort of fish out of. Like Bumping a fish out of water, or those birds that fell when they had no oxygen. It's the they're, stupid. They're idiot. so high up. They're flying so high. <laughs> they all just dropped dead immediately. So the studios were right then. They were like, "Fuck no, we're not doing this." Yeah, Are you this crazy. Is dumb. What are you thinking, Roland? Think about how much money he lost because he was one of the funders of it. Probably a lot. That, they always make money, though. You know, we watch this shit. It's on HBO Max. Look at the moon it's on, it probably makes it's on Max. Excuse me. Yeah, Max. Sorry. Max. Which is a better name, by the way. Yeah. You think? It's cleaner. Edgy. I don't That's know. That's my I hot like, take. I like the HBO, and I like the purple logo and not the blue. I don't know. I, I don't know why anybody gives a shit. That's all stupid. I did. I know. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> um, But... Budget is done, which means we can get into taglines. There are two for you, Seth. Oh, shit, some variety this week. Space Monkey lines. business. <laughs> it's not that weak. <laughs> All right. Uh, so in 2022, humanity will face the dark side of the moon. Ooh. Just for Lucas. It's like a little Pink Floyd thing. Yeah, Dark Side of the Moon. Who was I thinking of? Oh, I was thinking of Hungry Like the Wolf. That sounds like Dark Side of the Moon. And uh, Dark, Dark Side of, of the moon. moon. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then uh, for number two. Number two. Uh, Earth, we have a problem. <laughs> I knew you were going to deliver that great. Yeah, like a fucking theater kid. Calm dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, one of those kids. Actually. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I do know. He gets it. Which tagline do we like more? I think they're both not The first taglines. one. Oh, I like the second one. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, fuck you, man. I'm I wish there were zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I thought we were going to get in a screaming match, but Lucas is fending for his life, not falling. <laughs> yeah. My back almost broken. You're laughing. Just yelling, fuck you at him. Yeah. He's almost dead. Calling him slurs. Which one do you like more? I, I don't want any of them. You have to pick. I wish there were zero taglines. Say, say you're in a 69 and there's a 7 with its gun to your head. Which yeah. one do you pick? This is where the secret third option comes into place. You kill yourself? Ooh, we gotta make our own. Yeah. <laughs> you let the 7 kill you. <laughs> Sorry, no, we make our own taglines. That's the third option. You let the 7 kill you. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. But it looks like an accident. Um. Yeah, so taglines of our own. What if the moon fell? Oh. We already did like a who tripped this guy. Yeah, that's What's a good up one. with that? Yeah. Um, Have a nice trip. See you next moonfall. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Hold on. Ooh, I got one. I have one too. Moonfall over my hammy. That's great. Uh, oh, the Holly Berry it... Christmas. That's amazing. <laughs> We're uh, so smart. John Bailey Lasso's moon <laughs> instead of stork. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Well, he did kind of lasso the moon already. He... 
He George gave her Bailey. the moon. Oh, yeah, George Bailey. Thank you. Not John. George Bailey really gave her dad the moon, moon, huh? Yeah. I don't know why that that came to the that forefront of my brain. Oh, I, <laughs> I keep thinking about Jimmy guys, Stewart. You want me to lasso the moon? <laughs> that was your guys' worst ratings yet, like in the entire history of the show. We can joke about my my uh, DB Cooper or my you know talking cat ratings, but no, you we'll guys joke only... about it because you're serious about it. But you guys didn't. What'd you guys give? It's a Wonderful Life. I gave it like a seven point eight. That's a horrific rated. <laughs> Get out it of is, town. It is a lot better looking back on it. I'd probably, I think I gave it probably something like a 7.5, but I'd go up 8.5, 8.6. I just don't like Christmas movies on principle, but that one grew on me. But say seven, say my 7.8, it's supposed to be an 8.8. That's one off. Your Bigfoot versus D.B. Cooper was a 7.6, and it should have been Correct. a 0.6. That's seven no. off. You guys, you guys misunderstood it fundamentally. As uh, evidenced even by our conversations in the in the directorial homages, just just it flew by you guys. You you say, sometimes you're driving too fast. You gave love sometimes on a leash you're laughing when you Look, I, I maybe we missed the point, but even if it's the kind of guys. movie you're talking about, what? He lost us. He lost us. Can he hear us now? Oh, he, he lobster and then he flounder. Then he freaked it. But even if he's right about the kind of movie, though, they still do a bad job executing. Yeah. Just objectively. What did I give it? Like a he, two, a three, one? He was in the, I might have been in the zeros. Me? Yeah. No. Bigfoot versus D.B. Cooper? It was like the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> but like, he, he gave Million Dollar Duck a 9.6. <laughs> yeah, but he loves those shit. Those little fuckers. Yeah. Those little cocks. And I didn't love It's a Wonderful Life. I think it's okay that I gave it a 7.8. Well, yeah, it's okay. Randy, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I know. Lucas isn't here. There's nothing to be mad about. The Batman is go? gone. He's trying to fix everything. Everything and everything all at once. There we go. I'm here. He's back. Everything. You guys were gone. I thought you guys were pranking me. No, we just had a full-on conversation over here. We were lost. But now About we're found. You could miss the point of D.B. Cooper. No, I'm saying even if we missed the point, they executed it poorly. Even if you're right about the kind of movie it was, they did a I think job. I think your million-dollar duck rating of 9.6 was egregious. Is and what I, I I'm that's, fine with that one. I think that's, that's cool. I mean, that's a brilliant film. Yeah. How often do you find tax antagonists in a film about a duck? Yeah, the lazy little Never, because it's a bad idea. It's not as bad. I didn't hate the film, correct. actually. I'm saying it like I thought it was like a three. Yeah, he's just mad about you being mad about his rating, so now he's finding anything to nitpick, even though you could have stuck we, with the D.B. Cooper one and been I, right you, about you it. You could have yelled, if I gave it like a anything lower than a five, go at me, but 7.8? I, I, should, I should be more respectful. We all have valid opinions. Nah, that's dumb. Let's all fucking yell at each other. <laughs> That's what Except we do. Lyle, yeah, that was Ex- too high. Lyle sucks. I'm fine with you guys hating on me for Lyle. I'm gonna keep doing it, and that's fine. I'm gonna get you, but I'm gonna hate on you for not liking Fred. Fred okay. sucked. That movie was all right. Well, so weird. I so hate we get, Fred. We we did our. I, we I some... hate him. <laughs> no, you hate him more than everything. There's so many Whoa. worse characters we've had. Nope. I show you like the creepiest, nope. dumbest looking puppet in the history of mankind. You're like, yeah. well, it's not drop dead Fred. Take at me least. with him, yeah. <laughs> he said, "Don't speak ill of the dead," and you say, "I'm going to speak iller." 
I'm glad he's gone. The illest. Terminally um, chill. But we had some good taglines of our own. Yeah, we did. Moonfall did. over my hammy. Have a nice trip. See you next moonfall. George Bailey lassos the moon. Excellent discussions. What was yours? You had a good one too, Lucas. It was the falling. The moon took a fall. What if the moon took a fall? Yeah. Um, took a dive. Humpty Dumpty was the moon, and he fell off the wall. And all the king's horses were like, he's hollow from the inside? Just the horses, not the king's men. Just the king's horses. The horses are saying that. Yeah. What do the men say? The horses are whispering. The men are like, let's get back to fucking. <laughs> I don't give a shit. They always do. They're the ones that are 69. <laughs> yeah. And Humpty Dumpty history, was the seven. Um, and so with that, we can get into some facts now. Movies. Moon facts would be the the layup. Yeah, it's like a almost We're a shoot slam dunk. Three. It's an oop. I we might shoot from half court. And we crazy. are doing a three quarter one handed behind the head shot Look, most often. A dunk wins us the game in this situation, but a half court shot cements our space in okay. history and we yeah. get a billion dollars but what if we do a 360 no scope a threesome no not a threesome as fun as that would be <laughs> on the court so we can do something <laughs> then like ask not what facts can do for you but what you can do for facts yeah yeah that's exactly, exactly right that. that's exactly that right. is so good that's a- like in that territory. One one yeah. small fact for like, mankind. Uh, one fa- one small fact like for man. One giant impression. leap for mankind. That's good. Moon moon based. I did that last year already, though. You did? Well, it wasn't a fact, but we did it for Leprechaun, something like that. No, we just like we've made the, facts. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying we've made that joke before, though. Well, it fits here it a does. lot. It does fit that. And fiddly d fiddly facts fit there That's a true. lot. I'm not, okay. Let's see. We the people, in order to fact a more perfect union. Mm, that's good. What about I fact a dream? And we're like hoping that our children Ooh. can grow up non segregated and have facts in their heads. Yeah. And not be like attacked by the moon anytime soon. A facts by the moon. Maybe my. Ooh, a facts by the moon. Tarantula facts. This is a, <laughs> a factual assault. That's bad. Domestic what abuse. <laughs> yeah, let's do domestic abuse. I think that's what we should no. do. <laughs> I liked Lucas's first one. Ask not what facts can Moon do facts? for you, but what you can do for your facts. No, that one. Moon facts. Yeah. No, like, not that one. I like that or the giant step, small little. Lucas, leaf. you pick. Giant step for facts. One small... One, one giant small. step, one small leap for facts. <laughs> one, one small facts for man, one giant facts for mankind it is. All right. Hello there. Hi. What can I get you? I'd like a pastrami madness. And I would also like uh, to ask you, dear, what sauces do you serve with the pastrami? Uh, yeah, we got barbecue... Honey mustard? Ranch? What the fuck? What was the, the last one? One madness coming up. Okay, our first one. Space lips.
The first Bye. fact today is. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Nice rap, Seth. Seth lost. <laughs> Sorry. Nice freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went into the future in my head. And we were really funny. You were thrusted. <laughs> yeah, my... <laughs> you lost it for no reason. Yeah, it was really delayed. <laughs> I was imagining Lucas rapping the first fact to like a classroom full of people our age. The up echelon of the diagenic lexicon. You're coming to my Moonfall seminar. I'm going to tell you about how Moonfall was a documentary. Yeah, some shit like the that. The upper echelon of the diagenic lexicon Why as I'm spitting rapping? on and on. Spitting on and on. Moonfall was a critical failure. <laughs> Yeah. Spent some, Everybody spent we're it. gonna came out gayer. Hey! I love battle. The rapping. movie was turned into a first first person shooter gamer. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Never seen shit so stupid or lamer. Oh. Uh. That's not a fact, though. That's my opinion. I'm crying. I can't do this right now. <laughs> a real astronaut was on set during production as an advisor. Oh, God. Whenever he approached Roland Emmerich and said, that's not really possible, they told him, <laughs> he told him to just roll with it, because it's a movie. Why was he on the <laughs> set, then? I don't know. If you can't ask any questions. I was rapping. Yeah, they just had a real-life astronaut in there. He's like, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's bad. So that was wrong. the credits of consultant astronaut. That's the only reason. <laughs> but they didn't take any of his advice. He's like, this is bad. And he's like, it's a movie. Who gives a shit? I'm not it's listening to you, space boy. listen. Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? Next fact. Donald Sutherland gets prominent billion, including his own and starring entry in the credits. But he only appears in a two-minute scene. He's starring Donald Sutherland? And yeah. And he kills himself. He did, he did die kill himself. in real life. Oh, he did? Yeah. Damn, yeah, R.I.P. Didn't he recently die and we were all sad about it? I I'm pretty sure he's still alive. Well, he's kicking. Never mind. Yeah. He's 6'4". Kicking children. He's in the hospital. In the All the children. Jail. The children are trying to kill him and he's just kicking them away. He's like, stay away! <laughs> they all got little knives. Oh! pillows. <laughs> That's better. Nobody would give him knives. Maybe little ones, though. Just, they keep running up with like plastic knives. Yeah, they got the, ah! the Play-Doh set knives. So like that doesn't hurt, but enough of them at the same time might hurt. I bet it hurts, but it's not gonna kill him. I don't know a five-year-old with the force of a Play-Doh knife. That's true. Probably doesn't hurt. I didn't think. I was gonna say if you stab me with a Play-Doh knife. If I did, yeah, yeah. I bet it would hurt. But yeah, five-year-old, you're right. Um, next. Although they don't have remorse. Five-year-olds? Yeah, their brain hasn't developed remorse or regret yet, so they just if they, they if they could, they would just fucking kill all day long. They would fuck and kill. Mm-hmm. Um, In order that might shock you. My next one is that Stanley Tucci was replaced by Michael Pena due to complication, complications created by the pandemic, preventing him from traveling to the production in Canada. I wonder Damn. why. Is he in trouble? Oh! I don't know. He loves being a stepdad in movies, though. And I oh, like Stanley Tucci. Yeah. I do like Michael Pena as well. They're both great. Pinch Stanley Tushy. That would they be a good fight. fight. Yeah. 
They've been doing those like YouTuber events where they box each other. They should do that with C-list celebrities that people have weird addictions to. Stanley Tucci and Michael Pena aren't C-list. They kind of are. B, B minus. Yeah, it was just cl- pretty close to C. I'm just saying, like, if I saw Giovanni Ribisi, you know, versus like Aisha Tyler, I would freak out. <laughs> Be awesome. Who's Giovanni Ribisi? He's one of my favorite actors. He was in Avatar. He was in um, The Gift, I think is what it was called. Um, he was in A Million Ways to Die in the West. You love that film. Yeah. Or you have Donald Sutherland just fight Jake Paul. Yeah, that'd be really <laughs> funny, too. Donald Sutherland and a 105-year-old with Play-Doh knives against Jake Paul. He would, yeah. You're right, he's tall. Um, next is that Josh Gad was originally cast as Casey Houseman. That checks out. But dropped out of the film due to scheduling conflicts, and then he was replaced by John Bradley. Josh Gad is Olaf? Mm-hmm. Wanted big man. He was in Pixels. He was in Pixels. He was Elder Cunningham in the Book of Mormon. They could have got the guy from uh, fucking Good Luck Chuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dan Fogler. Who was basically Josh Gad. Same guy. They could have got um, from Hot Tub Time Machine in The Office, the guy who plays Clark in The Office. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. They could have gotten... they wouldn't have saved the movie. The the kid Data from the Goonies. A sold. They could have got him. Uh, my next one is that in one scene, some uh someone says this is Casey. He says the moon rang like a bell when they crashed a fuel pod into it. During the Apollo 12 mission, the ascent stage of its lunar module was deliberately crashed under the moon's surfaces, resulting in shallow moonquakes, which could be detected by lunar seismographs for nearly an hour. Now, I don't know if that means it rung like a bell, but they just rammed it so hard it shook. Yeah. That was, a. Uh... <sighs> Who writes conspiracy theories about the moon, dude? There's no surprised. way you could test that. There's all conjecture. You know Shoot a that bullet you're... at it? I guess. I just don't know. Pure ping. Why people would do that. Anyway. People are weird. Yeah. Um, I'm saying if you can't test your theory, why are you thinking so? Maybe that's why. Penultimate for you is that when Casey prevents information to the small group of people at a hotel, the wallpaper matches the wallpaper in The Shining. This seems to be a nod to the rumor that the moon landing was fake and directed by Stanley Kubrick. (laughs) If only we were fans of that film. If only. We'd have a discussion about that. Tune into 5928 to see if any of us are fans of that film. I don't even like The Shining. You did say that. Yeah. But I gave it a 9-something. Yeah. I mean, I gave it a 9-9. 9-9. But it is is a totally, I mean, a reputable score. But yeah, you said you just didn't get it as much. No, I got it. I just thought it was boring as shit. I get it. It's like one of the greatest movies of all time, horror or otherwise, and it's an influential yeah. film that'll be that for decades. And Kubrick's no tour in ways, but I just like, yeah. eh, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. He's pissed. You vibe, you'll vibe, no, you'll vibe with other Kubrick films, I'm sure. More. I you did. Oh, loved sure. 2001. Yeah, that's one of my favorites you, all time. Have now. you seen, yeah. Have you seen any others? Uh, it was fancy. You just watched American Psycho. 
That's not Kubrick. I know. I did just I watch just, American Psycho, and I, I was I talking to my coworkers Psycho. about it at work. I was disappointed really? by it. It was like it was good, but it wasn't the thing oh, I thought it was going to be. Not the greatest. Yeah, it's fine. But I went to work and I was like, I watched American Psycho, and I was like, Am I supposed to be relating to the characters so much? And she was like, Shut up! Don't talk like that. That was <laughs> That's a good bit. Yeah, I thought it was a good bit. Like I think scaring like, my coworkers like into thinking I'm insane. Right yeah, I think you'd like Barry Lyndon. That's Barry Lyndon's great and funny. Barry Lyndon. I remember you talking about it. I did want to look into. There's that. the one you yeah. watched before The Shining. Yeah, I wanted to watch Eyes it's Wide like a- Shut. Was next on my Kubrick list because Lily Sabisky is like an old crush of mine. Nicole. No. Well, she's in it. Nicole's titties. Lily Sabisky's who I'm talking about. She's well, like Nicole's, Polish or something. Well, she Nicole's was in The Wicker titties. Man with. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She was the one that got kicked into the wall of yeah. pictures by. She got obliterated. Yeah, she was. Hot. Well, Nicole's titties are in it, so I don't care about Nicole Kidman. I'm scared that she's actually going to have 90 tentacles under there. You should no, watch. She Bert. doesn't. I like. I'm going to. <laughs> you won't stop talking. Sorry. About it. <laughs> no, Did she show her I'm titties in birth? She doesn't. She does. Nice. She's she's nude in so many films. She loves it. She loves to be nude. I do too, but not in movies. <laughs> it's like when I'm showering. <laughs> Just like a very like normal, a normal time guy. to be yeah. naked. <laughs> um, and my last bit. fact, my last fact for you guys is that Halle Berry said that she took the role because it related to the odd times in which we find ourselves living in the COVID pandemic. That's yeah, it's dumb. And Normally, movies about COVID are dumb. No, she said True. normally big disaster movies like this are movies that people seem to gravitate towards because of our fascination about the end of the world no. and that would uh, what it would be like. She added that since the pandemic is so much a part of our everyday life, it's more relatable now of the end of the world. It reminds me of those old Scooby-Doo interviews when they were doing the live action Scooby-Doo and the actors that played Daphne was like, you know, it was like a groundbreaking show. It was for... Uh... You know, it wasn't like gender specific. It was just like teens having a good time and everyone can get along at the end of the day. And it like cuts to Fred's actor. And he, goes, he just goes, I mean, it was a talking dog. <laughs> <laughs> he got it. Yeah. Freddie Freddie Prince Jr. got it. And then he this married This is just her. for 13 year olds that are like, whoa, the moon's falling. That's crazy. But it's not. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not. not even a fraction of the movie. Not even like a sixteenth, I wouldn't say. That well, that is a fraction. I think the only good 18th. COVID movie about COVID I've seen is Don't Look Up. Is the only one that I really like, like, and all the rest I don't really like because they don't do it as good as that. Was that even about COVID though? Didn't that movie start production like way before all that? It's about Trump, and then it kind of turned into about COVID as well once they were morphed into it. Right. Yes. I guess it's one of those that would apply to any situation. Yeah, yeah, it applies to everything. Same as like um, that Imogen Heap song "Hide and Seek" is about the Holocaust, but you could apply it to pretty much any, you know, you could disaster like com- that, or compare it to like the game "Hide and Seek." And yeah, yeah, you could do it quite literally. But with that, say something about the movie. That's the end of the fact, so we can get into something about the movie. Moon V. But Nicole's titties. It's Donald Sutherland being strangled by a five-year-old. <laughs> that was a pretty good impression. You're right. <laughs> you nailed it. Thank you. You guys helped me with it. But yeah, Nicole's, I don't do impressions. I Nicole's do titties. She's mm. always nude. Are they nice? Mm-hmm. Should I watch Birth? I don't answer, yeah. Lucas. 
I want to see what Brandon has to say. Yeah, I mean, you should probably seen it. I haven't seen it, but I mean, give it a watch. I will. I won't say just solely. I have for, to. Or... I won't say solely for Nicole's titties, but it's one I of those. He's one of those directors, it. Jonathan Glazer, who like I hardly know her. He like yeah, he That's like takes <laughs> Glazer. <Yeah>. Gross. <laughs> yeah, That's Donald Sutherland takes... glazing yeah. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, anyways, Sorry, he takes Luke. like yeah. Anyways, he takes like yeah. Anyways, he takes like ten years. Yeah. Anyways, he takes like ten years between movies to make his movies. He's like super meticulous and super like intentional, kind of like Kubrick, Kubrickian in that sense. And whoever did Boyhood. Um. Uh, no, yeah. that's he did, like takes a long. Yeah, he like took a long time to make that movie specifically with the time thing, but he makes other movies in between. This guy like it okay. takes him like ten years to fart out one movie to take so much time doing like a normal movie that way which they're all so good in retrospect because he takes so much time and care for them so you're saying he farted birth out so it was a big shit no no He's gonna and then some other <laughs> some other directors like the director of Moneyball is like that he hasn't made a movie in like 10 years but Moneyball is a masterpiece and his other movies like, are awesome as well like since Moneyball is that the last thing he did Moneyball was awesome. That was, that was 2012 that or 2011. So 2011. That was so Bennett good. Miller. Mo- yeah, I fucking love Moneyball. Marina liked Moneyball when she watched it with me. I yeah, he, oh, he did Foxcatcher, and then that was it. He's done. Oh, like, oh yeah, Capote, good one. Moneyball and Foxcatcher, and oh goodness, those are a good three. I need to watch Foxcatcher. Yeah. What? Are, let's get back to Moonfall. I think Moonfall, I will watch Birth. Nicole's Titties. Ooh. Nicole's Titties. Yeah, and it's not ninety tentacles. I promise you it's not. She's a regular human-breasted woman. Yeah, it's crazy. We've pitted her out to be this monster, but... She was birthed like the rest of us. Nice. Dickhole. But, yeah, she just takes off her clothes every time. It's just normal titties, so... Mm. Nice. Um, Moonfall. Wow. She got off scot-free this week. Yeah, it's just her titties. Awesome. Good for her. I was going to make her fight Donald Sutherland or something, and then yeah, I was like... Yeah. She dresses up as a five-year-old. Yeah, let's have her week off. Yeah. Three Nicole Kidmans sure. and a tiny light-up Skechers. Screechers. Yeah. Three tiny Nicole Kidmans? In a five-year-old uh, outfit. We're not doing it, though. We're moving on. So instead of three kids in a trench coat... It's three adults it's three in light-up Skechers. tiny Nicole Kidmans in a five-year-old. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, the movie starts with footage from the Apollo li- 11 like liftoff and mission throughout the production companies. And then you get a timestamp of January 12, 2011. It's a satellite repair mission. They're jamming to Africa. You've got Brian played by Patrick Wilson. Are they over Africa when they did that? I don't know. It would have been nice. You got Jacinda played by Halle Berry, and you got Marcus, whoever that was. And uh, they're discussing the lyrics about uh, Africa and Jacinda's wedding and all that. And out of nowhere, some swarm of a black entity comes up and wipes out them on the spacewalk, destroying the ship and sending Marcus into space. See, Marcus. Bye. Yeah, it's like a Gravity and our Megadon opening where Mm -hmm. they're just doing a mission out in space and then... And uh, Ad Astra. And Ad Astra. I knew that's what Seth was thinking, was the Ad Astra opening. Yeah. James Gray. Dad Astra. Ooh. Um, and Brian, 
They get hit by this entity. Marcus is going flying. Brian is able to kind of come to stabilize the ship. Um, and he saves Jocinda, but they lost Marcus. He's a goner. Seth was like, why don't you look for him? Like, yeah. just a little bit. They did not look for very long. They were ready to be done with that guy. And uh, he's doing it again. Doing what? I can't even... I can't even hear all the rustling. hear it, yeah. Um, but as Brian plans to get the ship home, he sees this swarming entity on the moon burrowing like into the it looked like a little like dust tornado kind of thing he was drilling as it's the moon. drilling into the moon and you get title card moonfall yeah <sighs> and so it is shown on the news that brian has lost his job because everyone deemed this accident in space as a human error on his part and they all think he's crazy saying he saw this swarm well, Brian is suing NASA for wrongful termination as his son and his smooth-skinned Christian wig-looking wife watches the news. That's ex- Don't feed into it. Don't feed into Lucas's bullshit over there. You said his name. You're invoking him. I'm not invoking him. You said his name. What's up, guys? Monkeys. Um, but yeah, you said smooth-skinned Kristen Wig looking ass. It did. Did you think the mom looked like Kristen Wig? Didn't clock it. It was easy to clock. I don't know how he missed it. But yeah, he was wig. They, like the whole time they're interviewing him. It's a gift. They're interviewing him, and this is the interview was on the news or something too. And they're like, so just to be clear, do you think like a solar flare or a I can't remember the other, like a magnetic resonance thing could disrupt your electronics and navigation system. And they're like, yeah. He's like, all right, then it was your error. (laughs) He's like, what? Yeah, this is stupid. Got him. You find out later why. And And Halle Berry fucking did sold him out too. She did. She did. But it's, yeah, it's it's basically a ploy to cover something up because he mentioned the swarm. Good apple. And that's how they're able to get him out of there. And so, um, Ten years later now, another title card, KC is a janitor, or pretending to be a janitor, at UC Irvine, and he hacks Professor Arrowwood's computer to get feeds from Chile of specific space documents and measurements of the moon's orbit. Against the rules. I, it's definitely against the rules, but the people in Chile are like, oh, hey, Professor Arrowhead. Yeah. How could they figure like, that out of themselves either? The Chileans. Oh. I don't know. They totally could have. Um, but. This movie's stupid. He's also popping pills the whole time. Yeah. He's like, oh, I took the wrong color. Because he doesn't organize that, them. He's just got a was bunch that of pills to be like in a box. Anxiety pills, but also like so. a, a conspiracy thing where it's a red pill or a blue pill. Exactly. Probably. It was a Matrix reference, but also anxiety. I think less of Matrix reference and more like a. Fucking MAGA reference. I think it was more Matrix because he specifically said, "Like, I hope that was the blue one I just took." You know, I, I know, but that that, that's hope been that wasn't red to become like red pilled. Yeah, oh, say yeah, and that means oh. like you're like a Republican QAnon conspiracy theory nut. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's, that's what, true. 
I thought it applied to multiple things being red pilled. It was just like Could you're be. awake to what's happening more so than specifically Republicans, but I think they use it I a mean, lot that's more what than the anybody initials, else. Yeah, and then they co opted it. Okay. Okay. I didn't just six okay. years or so. I didn't realize it was just so heavily used on that side, I guess. That makes sense though. It does oh, make yeah. sense. Oh yeah. Um well Oh yeah. After all this, um, I can't wait to have to edit out the apple crunches. He's muting himself, I'm sure. He might be. He's not. <laughs> shaking his head. No, nope, not at all. Just leave it in. Like I uh, should, probably. There's so- ah, it'll be <laughs> that, good. That last leave- one was real loud in our ears. It was awesome. Leave in the crunch. It'll, it adds character and flavor it's gonna, to the podcast. It does, yeah. Um, but. Texture. After all this, Casey... He goes to his new job at a fast food restaurant, and he got the measurements on his phone um, of the moon's orbit or whatnot, and immediately speed dials NASA to tell them. And then it cuts to Jocinda in bed. She's Ooh. sleeping. No, she's just sleeping. But Seth lost it because her phone is ringing, <laughs> <laughs> but the contact info just says NASA. <laughs> <laughs> on a branch. She works at NASA. It's, yeah, it's not like a guy work. that's calling her. It just says NASA. <laughs> Hello, NASA? Is that you? NASA, it's this is NASA. It's 3 a.m. Why are you calling me NASA? She is NASA. Yeah. Uh, it's just stupid. It's just so stupid. That's exactly the way you laughed when you saw it, too. I was, cry- I was like, Brandon, rewind that. <laughs> but so Jocinda gets to NASA, and they tell her right there that the moon's orbit radius is decreasing, and a gaseous specter is coming from inside the moon at the Maricrisium, just like Brian had stated uh, in his interview when he was being questioned. Testimony. And- Testimony. And that never, that was nothing. The gaseous specter? Yeah, that was nothing. That was like an emission from like inside the moon. Sheet. Yeah. It's like steam? Pretty the much, yeah. I don't... We're getting ahead of ourselves, but there's definitely a factory inside the moon. It's not a factory. Pretty much. There's a fucking shit ton of gyrospheres and... Yeah, it doesn't even a factory. There weren't even any, like, laborers. No, because they're all dead. Yeah, so there's no factory if all the, the all workers computers. are gone. Yeah. Silicon factory. Nice. Silicon factory. <laughs> yeah. But we're emphasizing fact. No, I get it. Yeah. Um, and so she gets there. You know, the Maricrisium is where Brian had stated he saw the swarm drilling into that crater on the moon as well. So it's she's true. like, oh, shit. And KC sees a newspaper stating that today is astronaut day. <laughs> Seth lost his mind at this, too. Has Cat peed on? That is Cat peed on to speak to the kids and meets Casey, yeah. where he tells them about the moon's orbit. Lucas, did you write down as a quote the piece of dialogue 12 minutes in? Yeah, I, we can talk about it because it, it ruined the movie um, I kept outright tr- for me. Okay. That's what I it was. I kept trying to guess it what piece of dialogue it was. You, did you guess you. it was? You know we, what it was? I guessed it was that it's astronaut day. Nope. That's today. And then he goes to see an astronaut. You have a guess, Brandon? The Fuzz Aldrin and all the cat puns? No, it's when he's sitting there at his lowest moment, I guess, and he's like, fuck, I'm defeated, whatever. And then he goes, what would Elon do? Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and, then he has a, and then he has a moment of inspiration, which is horrific because Elon would actually, he would just tweet about how he hates transgender people instead of doing anything. I, I, Elon 
the obsession with Elon has gone too far and it's to the point where anyone who enjoys Elon or is a fan of Elon, I think, is is a lot stupider than the average individual. I think the worship of wealth in this country has gotten out of hand as well. I don't it's know why crazy. some foreign billionaires seemed as like this hero or this luminary. I, there's something I, I was doing on too, because I just got a whole anti-Elon thing, where there was something that was like, you can cure human, they figured out you could cure human world hunger for $40 billion, right? Like that's like all someone has to put up one entity or whatever, I guess, or 400 or something. I don't know. It's, but, and he bought Twitter for 44 so he could fucking be a, he could be a troll. Yeah. And it's the worst. Well, I remember on Twitter, ta- he was talking to the, what, WCF? Is that right? Whatever the World Hunger Organization is. Mm-hmm. WWE. That they, t- they tweeted something along the yeah, lines yeah. of, this yeah, is yeah, the amount you'd that. need. And... WWE, that's right. And he responded like, uh, if you have like a plan in mind, I'll happily give $40 billion right now. And then just like never followed through with actually doing anything like that. Because he's stupid. This whole thing was I like, yeah, it. It, it would end world hunger right now. But what's the plan? That's the infrastructure we do ahead that, you know, for the future that nobody else ever goes hungry again. It's like, well, we'd need some resources to look into that, but I'm sure it could be done maybe <laughs> with $40 billion, give or take. That might but help. yeah. Now he's just on Twitter that's losing him money every quarter. And SpaceX is fucking shit, too. Oh, yeah. They pat themselves on the back when they launch one out of five rockets that crash into the ocean every time. Yeah, or those satellites that scared everybody that one time because nobody knew what was going on. Go NASA. Go NASA. Oh, I forgot about the satellites. It was five that were like in a row and people were like, I'm seeing aliens yeah. for the first time. And I was like, you idiot. Our Lord and Savior Elon Musk is going to the moon <laughs> with a Tesla. And you think there's aliens? We're the aliens. Yeah. People go to bat for I've no just, reason. I've, yeah. I've got. It's not just him. It's everybody. That's it's just I, like. We should have known that it was that because he does bring it up later. Elon he, comes he up says, again. I love Elon twice in the movie. They bring up SpaceX. Like, that has to be some sort of sponsor deal, Shadow Liquor. Mm-hmm. Bad movie. But, so, after all this, um... Real bad. He, he goes, he goes to Astronaut Day and is telling kids all about his conspiracy theories and whatnot. He's throwing things because he's mad at Elon. Pretty much. Fuck. And, um... <laughs> Punching the, holes in the kids wall. are actually waiting for Brian to show up. They're like, there's supposed to be a washed up astronaut teaching us today. But Brian slept in and it was also three months late on his rent. I don't think that was important to the story, the him being late on his rent, but he is. Yeah, well, it's hard to be important to the story when the story is unimportant. He would have been, he like would never be in trouble either because he could easily pivot to being like, oh, fucking government canceled me. And have a show with Tucker Carlson. He would. True. Tucker Carlson's hilarious. He's he's a fun guy. But he makes it there. What is going on? And he meets KC where he tells them, (laughs) KC's immediately like, the moon's orbit, mega structures, it's hollow, uh, white dwarves, harnessing the power of stars. He's like, you need to leave. So he gets him kicked out, but he throws all the papers of the data research that he has. Uh, Fucking Brian picks it all up and walks out of there. And he gets home. And gets a call from his ex-wife, and she's like, turn on the news, honey. And he turns on the news to see his son being arrested after a high-speed chase. That's funny. That's and the, the worst storyline, yeah. Crazy the son storyline? We didn't need this either. No. None of this. Of course of this. not. The moon is falling! <laughs> I don't 
care about your son in jail? <laughs> trying to exert political influence to get him out early. Yeah. Exactly. Ugh. But yeah, they watch him get arrested and he goes to the court case of him and court didn't go so well. Everyone was a hothead in there. Brian screaming, freaking out, the lawyers screaming, the, the judges judge? screaming. Yeah. The least yeah, impartial judge out. I've ever seen. Hey, you're all assholes. I'm going <laughs> to put him in jail chill. myself. That was a good retort, though, because they're like, oh, we'll pay whatever. It doesn't matter. We'll get him out. And the judge yeah. is like, sounds like he's a flight risk. <laughs> we're like, fuck you. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> he was right about that. No, but the, yeah, the judge is like, you speak up once more and I just put him in jail. I don't give a shit. Listen, I will bring back the death penalty. <laughs> yeah. I've had a bad morning. Don't talk to the judge he's before grumpy. he's had his coffee. He'll execute you by guillotine. So Brian sees his son get arrested. Then he fights a judge, and then he fights with Michael Pena, who is the new stepdad on the phone. Michael Pena's. The stepdad's always rich, too, in these movies. Stepdads are always rich, even in Moneyball. Even in Moneyball. What was the one? Did we do one with RDJ? Was the rich dad? Yeah, that was Chef. Chef, right? Yeah, he was the rich stepdad. So oh yeah, rich. which is funny because John though. John Favreau was same pro- thing. John Favreau was probably role. still pretty wealthy because he's like a legit chef. Yeah. But RDJ was way wealthier. He was a businessman. Be surprised, which and that's how Moneyball is too. Is because Billy Bean is a manager of the Oakland A's. He's still making good money, but Spike yeah, Jones, yeah, Billy he's Bean, so yeah, not my lover. Billy Bean, was probably not my lover. That's it. That's the no, idea. rap over that. Uh. No, I didn't. Did oh, that was it. That was it. Uh. The first fact. <laughs> what happened next, do you think? What do I think? Yeah. Uh, Casey's mom has dementia. Is this important? This shit's so funny. <laughs> this is not how dementia works. The demented mom was not important. <laughs> not really. That's not how it works either. It's like, who are you? I don't know who you are. Just like, are you my dead daughter? She died in a car <laughs> crash 12 years ago. Are you her? Are you married yet? Yeah. That's sad. Not as good that as is Richard Jenkins' performance. No, not what at all. What did he do? Uh, Friends with Benefits. Oh. Where he's got Alzheimer's and he kills it in that. Does a good job. Yeah. Good. Um, but yeah, so Casey Very goes good. to visit his mom. She has dementia. My note is, is this important? It's not. So let's move on. It's not. They get some data that or was it? they only have three weeks to stop the moon from falling to Earth. And I, my note here is tell your loved ones goodbye, basically. You got three weeks. The moon is plummeting into the Earth. It yeah. doesn't matter that you've got three weeks because at three weeks it makes impact. Well, but this, by one, one or unless two you're in weeks. Colorado. Yeah, apparently, if you're an Aspen, you're good. But within humanity. one or two weeks, everything's going to be fucked up regardless. This is the stupidest shit in the movie. It's a quote, you but it's relevant so to the plot. Yeah, It's like, it. we have three months until the, the moon's going to hit us. And it's like, no, because every, every inch the moon gets closer to us, our time speeds up. We only have three weeks. Are you shitting me? What do you mean? The clock's just going. <laughs> what? gravity <laughs> gravity doesn't increase time gravity slows time, time. is time or does it i don't know speed time, time is relative and gravity slows time time if is relative been a clock around it it, it works that doesn't work as good because mm-hmm. my stuff might come loose 
if you do it fast enough like Superman did, though, you can go back and watch yourself be born. And that'll really fuck you up. If only Superman were in this movie, he could have fixed everything. He could have. It's rewinding a clock. <laughs> also fingering. He could! Superman could finger? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know he fucks like the best, dude. <laughs> the, the, the poor person. He's got... L- <laughs> The poor first girl he fingered before he knew his extent of his powers. <laughs> Died. Just one, oh, yeah, just, one, just one little, uh. Yeah. She's studying her in science museums now. <laughs> Donated her exploded skeleton to the museum. But he had laser eyes. You think he's under 12 inches? You fool. Laser eyes do not correlate to big dick. Yes, they do. They do. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> of, course, of course they do. You know what they say about laser eyes. I guess I missed that day in pharmacy school. <laughs> they didn't cover it. That's what the woke media won't teach that, that's, that's what The University of Montana does not want to tell you this one secret right now. The liberals won't tell you that Superman's penis was huge. What is going on? What happened to good old-fashioned American values? Why is that? Why is that? Not anymore. Now everyone thinks having a small penis is the way to go. What happened? <laughs> what happened? How did we get here? Listen up, America. <laughs> Someone posits Let's that get back the, moon, to big penises. the moon may be holding a star. Yeah. Yeah. The moon is holding and a that star. That it certainly is. Certainly is holding a star. Yeah. Around a megastructure. It's Lady Gaga. I, the, the funny parts of this movie, and we'll just make me smile every 20 minutes or something, is... Is just the ref- constant referrals to the moon and its capabilities. <laughs> you know, we're like, it's like, you don't understand. The moon has a star inside of it. <laughs> you don't understand. What? The moon is hollow. Yeah. <laughs> the moon's after us, man. Yeah. Stuff like that. I always laugh at. Yeah. I, I as, yeah. The moon's got gyrospheres. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you, it you, happens. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't the mean bulk it. of my quotes. No, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just, I'm, I'm with you because the, there was always a new person to tell that, and they're like, wait, you're telling me. And it was always the Bob Saget. Like you said earlier, the 90s sitcom dad. Every time they try to explain it to a new person, they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I guess I'll trust you. And it's just... Sure. It drove me insane the whole put time. Put those numbers in. So, their plan to save the world is that they're going to try and get a ship to the moon. Mm. But they have to keep it on the down low. It's for like diagnostics. If everybody knows that the moon is crashing into the earth, every chaos is going to ensue. But now it's trending on Twitter from an unknown source, and so there's just some like a montage of chaos ensuing in the streets as everyone learns the news, even though NASA is saying it's fake news. But also, Jocinda's husband, or actually ex-husband, is the Secretary of Defense too. Doug. Just so we know, Doug. Doug Black is the Doug. Secretary of Defense. And uh, the Black news Doug. is talking about how the moon, the, the news is literally like, they turn on NBC, it's like, the moon could be a megastructure that is powered <laughs> by a captured star. And people yes. are like, oh shit. This is the worst part of the movie. Something's <laughs> trending on Twitter and fucking CNN's like, breaking news, the moon is a star with aliens <laughs> having an internal conflict within it. More on this tomorrow. Just like a red. And now back to Demi Lovato. What's her thoughts on it? (laughs) Where am I? (laughs) Wolf, you're at work. 
The moon. Nope. Go glitter the wolf. <laughs> Maybe the demented mom was actually important because all these things that the news says is something that she would just be spitting. Like yeah. Well, back in my day, the moon was a mega structure. It's funny because earlier he, she's like, "You work at NASA," and he's like, "That's right, mom. I do work at NASA, even though he's a crazy janitor." I was like, "I that's what I did when I my grandma got dementia." Yeah, I told her I got. I you went told to us NASA. about that. Yeah, did I already? Yeah, ah, you I did it last NASA. year for the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it up every you year. You did it on 2001, I think. I pranked my dumbass grandma with dementia. Or our, me- our Megadon, I think you did. So. <laughs> Probably. Um, I was an astronaut in somebody's mind. So they launch a rocket to go check it all out, and Brian goes back to the Griffith, Griffith Observatory where he did the astronaut day La stuff. La La Land. La La Land. There's a lot of movies. Yes, ma'am. I got the bullet. Yes, yes man, man sucks. I love Yes, man. The, the Griffith Observatory. Mm-hmm. How many um, times do we have to go over this? The, Jim Carrey just quit doing movies where the gimmick can be summed up in one sentence. You know. I mean, that's kind of this movie. Liar, too. liar. Yes, yeah, man. Well, the, Dumb yeah, and don't dumber. do this movie either. Don't do this movie, Jim Carrey. Moonfall. <laughs> Moonfall. What, what if the moon fall? What if he couldn't say no, man? And then he does his Jack Nicholson <laughs> what if, face. What if he's Jesus? Yeah. How does he do that face? How's that? <laughs> that was good. Thanks. I'm in a hateful mood this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this black spirit about me. You're like <laughs> giddy about it, though. You're like black spirited but happy that you're in a bad yeah, not bad mood dark, but you're happy party. that you're hateful you're like he's just happy should, he's here should we go out Taking later no and like whip people <laughs> no prisoners <laughs> yeah but uh no so no masters no god brian goes back to get all that paperwork he threw out about the moon's orbit from casey and then he sees it he googles casey and sees his video about like all of his findings like his blog so he's going to go to his like meeting at this hotel, this convention that he's holding. Conspiracy and, theory nuts. Yeah. And he gets there and Casey tells him again about mega structures and captured white dwarf stars and that's why the moon is off course and it's hollow and it might be made of cheese and all that. Yeah. Not that it just fell asleep, which is the most likely thing. That the moon fell asleep. Yeah. It that's is creepy. creepy. Because so, it's always out at night. Like, during the day, what is it going to do during <laughs> Get the day? Get some rest. Um, but the Fucking rocket moon. that they launch is trying to land on the moon. And the entity, that swarm, comes up and grabs it. It enters the ship and just punches all the astronauts in the face through their helmets. The moon and tentacles Mich- killed them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seth lost it here. Because Two different times I was crying, because Mich- they were getting punched in the face by the alien. I mean, it's most likely, like, breaking through <laughs> in the moon. That's what makes it so funny, yeah. <laughs> the moon, so you the see moon what I punches say, them yeah. in the face. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you- we go to a different scene. I don't know. I'm sure Brain will tell us what the scene is. But we come back to the space station or wherever they're fucking at, Houston Mission Control, and they're watching the video on a loop of them getting <laughs> just replay. Turn it off. They're just they're getting murdered. Rushed. Yeah. Hmm. They're friends. <laughs> what could this be? Looking into this. That's another thing Elon does on Twitter all the fucking time. That's why I sent you I think I sent you guys something. No, I sent him to Rap Boy. But he's always says Shadow Rap Boy. Yeah, Shadow Rap Boy. He always says interesting into replies or looking into this and the little face yeah. is like, hmm. And it's just, oh my God. Yeah, because like. Look into the a ten- gun. 
Yeah. <laughs> Picture of a gun looking into this. Oh, that's a good the, the the tentacle <laughs> good. The tentacles like invade the ship and it like they put on their helmets like oh shit, like some form of protection, but it just like busts through them. It's probably like eating their fate, but it just yeah. look it, it's, it really makes me uncomfortable to it's think like about, they're, but it's really funny. It's the like they're time. punching their face, but the funniest like, part is like Mission Control oh. watches it all. They're traumatized, Commanded. but they have it on replay. <laughs> Interesting. Looking into this. Keeping it secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For no reason at this point. So it punches them in the face. Mission Control sees it. And these tides on Earth are fucking everything up. They're crazy. Um, Because the moon is close. And Brian and Casey in this <laughs> hotel are about to drown. Casey, they're like, everybody get out of the doorway. And Casey's just standing there like, whoa! He can't swim. <laughs> he can't swim either. <laughs> he yelled that. But he... <laughs> Brian... <laughs> oh! <laughs> And then he slips. Yeah, and then, and Brian then Patrick Wilson has to rescue him. Brian does save him and that's uh right, that's right. <laughs> Why was he standing there? He's an awe. <laughs> the Shell shock. He's like, I can't swim, I should stand here. I'll save us. <laughs> In the name of the Could Red you imagine Ranger. if he was a waterbender? I, That'd be cool. That, this movie would be ten times. <laughs> the moon better. is a waterbender. <laughs> The moon is it a is and an earth or an airbender and an earthbender. Ooh, it only bender. needs fire to get to Avatar. Yeah, but um, after that, Jocinda, she's like, I believe that the swarm knew we were coming, and it detected them, and it recorrected the moon's orbit because they were having a troubled time landing. She's like, it it felt the electrical signals of the space capsule. And I was like, these are bold conclusions. She was 100% right. Yeah, she was. But they're all, they're all doomed if, if this entity can move the moon on its will and detect electrical currents. And uh, Jocinda's boss is like, you know what? With that news, I fucking quit. You get director of nasa so she's gonna go to a whole they field. knew they that knew. was the other thing they knew because the the nasa people had lied to even her and like yeah well we actually know that the other guy was right patrick wilson's character was right that yeah, there was like, aliens and shit he's like go to holden field i was yeah. like what is holden they field? fired him because he wouldn't comply and so she goes to Holden Field, gets video records Donald of the Sutherland. classified footage of the swarm that day where she was there with Brian and Marcus. Who's polishing his Luger. Don- yeah, he's polishing a German pistol. One bullet on the desk and everything. Overseeing and this random clearance, this section, I don't know. He He's the one that holds all the video footage, apparently. It's like a warehouse, but there's one little room that's his office. Yeah, and he gun. even rolls up... To- he rolls up to her with a gun and a wheelchair and is like, hey, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> I don't think he had the gun in this scene. No, he, he didn't. He was back desk. on his yeah. desk. But I wish he had the gun. <laughs> I don't think you should be here. But he's like, um, Apollo mission was classified. We found evidence of life. There were lights under the moon's crust in 1969. Sure. We've known about this for 58 years or whatever. And you, you should leave. Yeah. You have blood on your hands. So... She's like, all right, I will leave, but I'm going to kill the swarm so that she's like, I'm going to kill it. And when I do, the moon will go back to its normal orbit. I was like, that's a bold conclusion. I think I have a quote on this. I'm not going to read it right now. Like, would would the moon go back to its normal orbit if they kill the swarm? Has to. There's another entity inside, maybe. I, yeah, maybe she's going out on that limb and. 
And so, um, as she's making this plan, Brian and Casey have a heart-to-heart about their trials and tribulations growing up with their parents and being kicked out of NASA and their jobs and all this backstory. Being a fucking fat so unnecessary. Yeah. Space. yeah. So stupid. And uh, Jocinda, she catches on to something that her secretary of defense husband has kept a secret that could get them to the moon near the swarm. It was a oh, he's the, the GX-7 or something. The JX-7. Yeah. Some sort of EMP. I forget exactly what it's called. But it can block out electrical signals. Yeah. And uh, so she's going to hopefully use her ex-husband to her advantage. And she goes to Brian and he... Brian brings Casey with him because they're a team now, and she tells them all about how there's a hole, there's a hole in the moon, and shows the video of the. <laughs> she even shows them. She's like, "Watch this." Shows the video of the swarm punching the astronauts in the face again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a third one final video. She's like, "There, there's a hole in the moon. Watch this. <laughs> there's just astronauts being murdered in space." How did we get here? They flew. Sorry, I was doing Tucker Carlson again. I know. But so they watch this and they're like, well, that's disturbing. What does this have to do with us? And she's like, well, I need you guys. We're going to work together to get to space. And uh, they're like, but he's like, there's no space shuttles left. And she's like, the Endeavor's in a warehouse. So they take the Endeavor. I he also has her. a request, too, before he'll do any, he'll come back to NASA. Set his son free from Alcatraz. The stu- yeah, the stupidest shit also. What Who kind of message is this? sending in the movie if your dad is important you don't you can get out of jail pretty much yeah if he wants to he's like yeah doesn't have to do the time thought that kid would have drowned in whatever jail he was abandoned in by now with all the ties being fucked up yeah that's what we laughed about is because i was like he's in alcatraz (laughs) it's just an (laughs) island he's 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 dead but then we were also like why is he in alcatraz for drug possession and and high-speed chase yeah alcatraz isn't functional anymore they're just letting anybody in. So there. they just left him there? All by himself? Yeah, they put him on I mean, a boat. It's a museum. Yeah. That's why I said they, they're just letting anybody in there these days. <laughs> Could you imagine if you went to Alcatraz, there was still just one prisoner in there? Like, <laughs> That'd be hell? really funny. They just treat it like a zoo, but it's guys in there. It's just a dude. Yeah. There's one dude. Um, And... Uh, where am I? After they get the endeavor, they're gonna go, they're going over this plan. They've got a bomb to set off. They've got this EMP that's gonna hopefully disable the swarm. Bless you. Um, they've got all these things. They've got a whole crew of people that's gonna help them out too. Um, and KC figures out at one point he's like, "The math is wrong, guys. The moon is generating mass and growing, which means that it's coming even faster. We have less time than we thought." So we need to get out of here soon. It's like and 28 as he's, minutes. <laughs> it was funny because I joked about it. I was like, we need to get out of here in 19 yeah. seconds. We have 19. Your guys' math is all wrong. We have 19 seconds until the moon hits the earth. <laughs> but he does say we've got 28 minutes to leave. And it's like, oh, shit. That is like. This is serious. This is imminent. And as he says that, like, earthquakes are going off. And, like, the earthquake really fucked everything off because it destroyed a lot of the takeoff gear. <clears throat> So Jacinda's like, we're canceling the mission. She sends everyone to Colorado, even Brian's son out of jail, her kids, all that. She's like, I will be joining you guys, but you got to go to Aspen. This is the safest place you can be is in this ski town. Yeah, apparently. 
just like yeah just calls off the mission and uh casey and a couple of the only other people that are in the office are the ones that know about the imminent um the imminent (laughs) that how imminent it's gonna be and jocinda comes in she's like what we can do is use the space the like the moon's gravity to pull the ship into the space because it'll be so close on its orbit that even though the takeoff gear is destroyed, we only need two thrusters, probably. Because the moon. It's so close. Yeah. Gravity. It's falling. Mm-hmm. The gravity, it'll help. Slingshot. Gravity. Yeah. Exactly. All space movies have a good, like, we can't do it. We need a slingshot around. We gotta use mm-hmm. this. We gotta use the orbit to our own good. We need a bunch of G's to get up there. I'm gonna swing it. This was a good space month because they didn't talk about G forces like they did last time. Yeah, That's they true. they did do that in Armageddon where they slingshot around the moon to get to the backside of it. Of course, they moon. do that in Apollo Eleven, the real one. Apollo mm-hmm. Twelve with Tom Hanks uh, in them. Apollo Thirteen. Apollo Thirteen. Mm. They do that. Remember in our Megadon when they were like, we need to jump this rover over this 80 mile canyon. That's so dumb. <laughs> Lucas is like, well, the if guy he survives this. The back, right? yeah. If he survives, this is one He's point. He's in like off. a wagon, like a red one with the yeah. kid's lever. <laughs> He's in a radio flyer <laughs> wagon just holding That's what on. It is, yeah. That movie very, sucks. Yeah. Radio I mean, this is very no. Armageddon. Oh, Armageddon. Yeah. But it is. I think it like, takes we, a lot of influence. Obviously. We need to get out of here. We got 28 minutes. We got two thrusters. We have to drill into the moon and blow it up. Everyone has left, which means now Brian, Jocinda, and Casey are going to be the crew that goes to the moon. Casey's like, I can't. She's like, I'm director. You've got clearance. Let's fucking go. She does say that. But they take so long to say goodbye to their family and just like stand on the walkway looking at things. Yeah. That 28 minutes is up. Yeah. And they're like getting ready to go. And this big ass gravity wave is coming because you could watch the the tide left and you could see all the fish just dead flopping around. Why? But then. Oh. But then. There's, there's, no other, there's too much gravity, they can't breathe. Another moment in this, gravity. like like all other disasters, I pondered like how many human lives are lost in this fictional world. Is it in the billions? Like I think it might be. So it's mm-hmm. barely missed like all this mass flooding in the world. How many people died? 100%. Uh and at the question. end it's always framed at the end as a success. There there are and, like billions. no this is the world's biggest tragedy in history My of conceivable humanity. One of yeah. my favorite things was like, no, they, they most of them evacuated. Maybe a couple thousand. Think about all the people on the yeah. islands. Like exactly. Indonesia. Indonesia has yeah. 400 million people. Japan, 100 million. Or just straight up impoverished countries that nobody cares about, that nobody would care to yeah. warn. India? India. Like Sri Lanka. I, That's we've what already I mean. stated, we've already be, stated 2 billion people worth this of would countries. Be casualties. Thousands of times, multitudes more than the Holocaust. One of my favorite of... things was they were like the Earth is co- or the Moon's causing earthquakes. Southeastern Asia is erupting with volcanoes and earthquakes. I was like, wouldn't everywhere be like everywhere has tectonic plates? It's not just Asia. Yeah, there are like fault lines and stuff. I don't know. I had to read. We've we've seen San Andreas. We know they have a fault line. But 
this big ass gravity wave is coming, but as they're doing it, like it is, they see it right out their window. It's like eight feet away, and Jocinda's like ten, nine, <laughs> eight, <laughs> counting down, seven, six. You got to. <laughs> Brian's like, this thing's coming at illegal not to. This thing's coming at 800 miles an hour. We're going. Yeah. So they take off, but the, the wave gets them, but they are able to thrust through the waves, but all that water fucked up one of the thrusters. So now they've only got one thruster and they are just going at an angle. If in a space shuttle, if you go over like 8%, you're not supposed to be able to recover from that. And they were at like 13% at one point. Yeah. They're degrees. And Seth and I were like, just spin like a bullet, like you would stay straight. But if you can space shuttle spin, rotate one eighty, the one thruster will just turn you back the other way and correct you. It's just dumb, stupid science. I'm right. Science, science, science. And uh, they decide that they're like, we're too high up. This is. This is our only chance. If one thruster, we're going to be fucked. So we're going to shed all of our thrusters and hope that the moon can pull us into space. Somehow it worked, and they're refueling as the moon approaches. And now you get this side story back on Earth of all the kids. Sunny, the foreign exchange students, Jacinda's kid. They're all in a car just, like, driving. They're, like, driving up the Colorado mountain, getting, uh, like, trying to get away from the wave then they get actually like aspen and they're like driving up this like snowy mountain and these people like hey my car broke down they immediately jump them and rob them steal their cars yeah should have rammed them the dodge ram should have killed him like um like uh what's his name mel gibson like his wife in a signs i almost said aliens she gets hit by a car pinned against a tree she does, that's right. Yeah, they should have done that to that guy. There were no trees. Or Only a cliffs. A ton of trees. Only cliffs. Okay. And uh, so, with all that, uh, kids get their cars stolen, everything's stolen, and Earth is getting blasted by asteroids. And in space, they're navigating towards the moon, and navigating very poorly. They are Their space shells getting hit by asteroids like left and right. So funny. We can't have electronics. That's like this whole thing is they have no electronics on the ship at all, save for a handful. They're using the little air thrusters to kind of navigate through. Flashlights. Not flashlights. They, they flashlights are using inside. flashlights. But that's not what's using them to get through the asteroid field. It's helping. No, it's 100% not helping. <laughs> you can see all the buttons. They, they turn on the brights on the space shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> Too dark out here. <laughs> Stupid. Um. And as they're getting, like, blasted and whatnot, Casey's just still popping random pills. And the moon on Earth, oh, this is on Earth, the moon comes over the Colorado horizon, and the gravity's just yanking people into the sky. <laughs> Kids are hiding, holding on for dear life. Getting taken they almost get hit. to the moon. They almost yeah, the get hit by a Halle Berry's a, kid a almost gets taken. Seth was upset that more people didn't die. Like that we knew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We lost one and he kind of came back. Yeah, and one guy at the beginning that we never met. Marcus. Yeah, Yeah, Marcus. And the astronauts that got punched in the face. 
and we'll get it's it. coming up. It'll come up. Um, but the kids are trying to get access to a bunker. They're hiding while the gravity's pulling them into the sky. And Brian in space is going to take the lander towards the moon with the EMP to arm it in space as bait. And the swarm comes out. It starts to take the bait, but then comes right towards them because it senses the remote that he uses for the detonation, as well as Casey's phone that is on because he was taking pictures. It's true. And once Brian is mode, correct. But once Brian destroys those, the swarm stops and goes back into the moon. They realize the swarm only goes for organic matter with electronics. So Brian is going to take the rover into the moon. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. And uh, kids are getting fired at in the mountains. (laughs) These people are like at this gate and they're like, the fuck are you? He's like, I'm like, you know, my you know, my mom. She's in there. He said her by name. He's like, just let me in. They're like, shoot him again. But they get they get into Aspen, and the instant they get into this home, they're like, everyone in Aspen has to evacuate. So now they're going to get out of Aspen. Because the gravity is stealing their air. Gravity. Too the tall. air is disassociating, like Seth. And uh, instead true. of just Brian, all three of them are going to go inside the moon, no electronics, and they make it inside the moon to the mega structure, <laughs> the nerd was right all along. There's these giant wheels that are gyroscoping around. Yep. But the visibility was so poor at one point they have to turn their electronics on, and the swarm immediately abandoned the dwarf star inside to come towards them. And as they're navigating through the gyroscopic, gigantic electrical gated field, heading right towards a white dwarf. That are they're so close to a star without literally dying or even needing sunglasses for some reason. <laughs> as they're going through there, the swarm is heading right for them. And as they try to deploy the rover with the bomb in it, the ship starts to fly itself. Ooh. Ryan's like, I don't know what the fuck's happened on. The swarm grabs them when a green light sucks them into the gyroscopic infrastructure where they all crash and pass out as the light scans them. Is sucking cheese out of a cup? I was. And, uh... Good, good return. Thanks. So the kids and the parents back on back. Earth, they rob the people that robbed them. They get their cars. They jump off cliffs. They call the Secretary of Defense and tell them Jocinda's on the moon, all that um and he's like what the fuck she's on the moon no way oh my god and back on the moon casey and jocinda wake up and wander the internal moon base looking for brian literally screaming his name brian's gone and in an ethereal plane with the biggest exposition dump as a memory of his god it's a moon therapy it is moon therapy as the as an apparition of his son from 10 years ago Tells him how life used to be perfect and created by these great beings until they created an AI that turned against them and took over. And our ancestors created these megastructures to try and find a new habitable solar system. But the swarm was able to destroy all of these megastructures except for the one that became the moon. Uh, which, uh, But they couldn't inhabit it because it would have killed them because they are organic matters and electronics. And the swarm would go after it, so they sacrifice themselves to keep the ancestry and humanity alive. Which is noble of them. And noble of an exposition yeah. dump. I hate exposition dumps. <laughs> yeah, so and stupid. I also hate how it's 
given to us by like an eight year old boy. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing. Because that's and, like who the, and an the therapy meeting boy. was. Yeah. But Casey on that's like the, the, the secrets of the universe and like the history of humanity. Like, here you go, little tiny Sonny's gonna say it. In a in a four minute thing from eight year old Sonny. Yeah. And so Casey and Jocinda, they finally find Brian, see him caught in a beam of light, just like trembling, and they run to get him, and he just spits all this nonsense that he heard at them, and they're like, oh, awesome, you know now. <laughs> I don't know. Does he know? He, they trust him fully, yeah, faithfully. He trusts what he's heard. I don't know if he knows. Yeah. So they get back to their ship like, we got to get out of there. That little green light, because the, the megastructure still has like a, a motherboard in it that can function. Yeah. It recreated a new ship with upgrades, a new bomb to kill the swarm and save Earth and the moon. Radio. And Mr. Krabs. <laughs> they can't destroy the moon. Or Mr. Krabs. And a radio. They need they, a radio. Or they need the moon, yeah. That's what they were playing. Yeah, they, they can't destroy the moon because if they do, humanity will be gone too because then the swarm will go right for them. Yeah. It's the only thing protecting them. And so, Tom, back on Earth, they're all walking. Air is gone, basically, all the oxygen. So, they're hiking to this bunker. For like two miles with oxygen tanks on but the little girls runs out of oxygen so he gives it to her he dies and Sonny's like i gotta go back and save him when he realizes he isn't there the world's getting blasted by asteroids he gets blown up basically trapped under a tree it falls on him but the 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 exchange student runs out to save him and she's like let's use gravity to get us out of this yeah. tree and they make, like, this giant anti-gravity jump over a bridge that's broken. They're alive. It doesn't matter. Tom's dead. It doesn't matter. But uh, Brian's flying through the moon. The moon just has guns on the infrastructure, shooting at the swarm. They're flying yeah. past a bunch of unmanned planes that have guns that are shooting at it. And back Doug on holds Earth, a military hostage. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to set off nukes, but he knows his ex-wife is up there. He's they, a coffin center, yeah. <laughs> they turn one key. He does not turn his to set the nukes off. Steals a guard's gun. And yeah, and holds him hostage. This movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Did it's you see slog. that? Did you see that all of the military personnel except for him died in that base too? <laughs> no. They all got crushed by the roof except oh, for him. Good. I'm glad all the essential plot characters made it. Yeah. Thank goodness. And uh, as they escape into like the tunnel that the swarm has been drilling like 25 kilometers, it's chasing them. And Brian tells Jacinda, I've got to sacrifice myself. Yeah, this is funny because part of his deal too with the with the moon therapy was they're like, you love your son enough to sacrifice yourself for him? He's like, yes. And he's like, all right, you're the one then. You've done all this moon therapy. You're going to sacrifice yourself, be a martyr. That's your destiny. This is all you. You got it. And then and, continue. And, yeah. Yeah. So he tells her, he's like, I got to, I got to do this. It'll save humanity. And they're arguing back and forth. And Casey just sneaks into the little pod with the bomb, closes the door, locks it. Seth's like, why is there not a lock on the other side? Yeah, why does it lock from the inside of the rover? <laughs> why but would you need that this <laughs> is <laughs> for a you know sacrificing yourself thieves. kind of moment <laughs> yeah. 
Arr, we have your rover. I'm back, baby. <laughs> but you like your cell phone stolen out of the rover on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> That's Give me a back, space lock. pirate. <laughs> Dude, doing out here, space, bro. <laughs> but like, this is the classic Armageddon sacrifice where it's Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck at the glass saying, take care of him. This is Casey and Brian at the glass saying, you don't have to do this. You don't. He does. Yeah. And he says, please don't sleep with my mom. He does. <laughs> no, he says, take care of my mom. Yeah, and also don't fuck her. I, that I was probably thought, yeah. implied. I just implied. thought it was funny, too, because there's this big... The movie has set it up this whole time that it has to be Patrick Wilson to do it, even with moon therapy. And then Casey's like, nope, whoops, I got you. I got you. He snuck right in here. <laughs> it's literal stolen valor. Yeah. Right during like the emotional speech, which I didn't and- have a whole emotional speech then. Let's kill the nerd. Casey dispatches. He goes towards the swarm. He lights the bomb. It blows up. Like This is not a quote of mine, but his last line to Casey is, you're not crazy. Like, his validating. Not like, I, I love you and you save the world. He goes, you're yeah. not crazy, my guy. And he didn't look sad or, like, perturbed that his buddy was just, like, dying in an explosion either. He was giving him the, like, he did it. Got, like, the crazy. proud smile. He's like... That's my boy. You're not crazy, man. Like, he just hit a double. I get you. Like, a ground rule double. <laughs> yeah. That's my boy. <laughs> he, he, he did it. He did he it. He fucking did it. He got an RBI but in the third inning. He's He saves them all, uh, and the whole world seems to be out of peril, but everything is destroyed. Like, it's, it's irreparable, but the main characters aren't dead, so that's good, and loved ones embrace as they talk about the ones that they lost along the way and how Casey saved them all and they look up to the moon and it's one giant megastructure like the moon's outer crust is gone and it's drifting back into space towards its normal orbit. If it could, it would wink. If the moon could. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. (laughs) And, you know, you think we're going to end there as the moon drifts off back into space and everybody's good but instead we zoom inside the megastructure to see casey's body being scanned by the green light and he comes to as another apparition like an ethereal being and he talks to his cat fuzz aldrin and his demented mom who's like we need to start our next tasks now and he's like next tasks he gets to be uploaded into the moon system now and that is the end of moonfall uh, which is that ending was really funny because earlier Brandon was like, "What if it's just like his mom up there in the core of the moon?" And oh she was yeah, like, I made that joke. All this, yeah, and then she I mean, was there. It's like the trying to be the interstellar. They do this in Sunrise a little bit. They do this in uh, what's the Solaris? They do it where it's like some ethereal thing, and it's just so undercut when it's like his fucking cat at the end for this one. <laughs> And a demented grandma. Yeah. There's some, like, emotional connection to it all, you know? No. To any Very interstellary. But... Brand's favorite movies. It is. Same. Um, but we have finished Moonfall. We're gonna get into some cores. We'll take a quick pause. You'll hear a movie clip here. Uh, and then we'll... Spoiler. They already know. First-time listeners, you will not hear a movie clip. I'm... Spoiler. Uh... Hello? Hello? 
And your consciousness. You're part of the moon now. No freaking way! Alright, it's quote time. Lucas has got six. I've got twelve. Seth has... Seventeen. Oh my goodness! Yeah. You liked it. You kicked my ass this <laughs> I time. I liked it. Alright. Uh, Lucas, kick us off. Am I doing half of mine? Yes. Okay, I'm going to pick out my favorite ones here so I can knock some away from Seth. The very end of the movie, I think my favorite line, um, yeah. it's, it's the AI, I think it's probably his mom, I don't think it's the cat, but his AI mom of KC goes, we scanned your consciousness. You're part of the moon now. <laughs> yeah, you're part of the moon now is when I took from IMDb. I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Um, I thought it was just falling. <laughs> I keep going backwards here some of my favorite ones when uh Patrick Wilson's character Brian is talking to the to the AI operation of his son he goes like who are you and he goes I'm the operating system of your moon <laughs> I laughed at that <laughs> and then my last one here um Ziggy was a character earlier who smoked weed and had a conspiracy theory that there was produce inside the moon that they were factoring produce inside there which turned out to be true so while they're flying through the moon, he goes, wow, Ziggy was right. And then Brian goes, who's Ziggy? And then there's like a dramatic beat. He goes, a friend. <laughs> Ziggy's just like fucking stoner conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Ziggy idiot. smoked a lot of weed. We That's never funny. saw him die or anything no. either. One of my favorite things was when they first saw it, because he does say that Ziggy was correct. All Casey goes is, oh, fields! they <laughs> <laughs> have never been outside before. And you clearly like... You can't visibly see the fields very well. Like, it doesn't look like a normal field because mm. it's in a rotating gyroscopic metal thing. But, yeah. Fields! Crazy. I knew that was going to come up, too. Um. All right. I guess it's my turn. Do um, six. I'm actually... I have 13 because this isn't written down. But I just wanted to quote you, Lucas, from seconds ago. <gasps> Birth fucking rocked my fucking tits off. Was pretty in bitch. our break there. Yeah. It was pretty good. It's, it's one of the yeah the rare ones that stuck to my ribs. Three weeks later now. Mmm. Rib. Um. A vast. This is right at the beginning of the movie. They're talking about Africa. He says, "I miss the rains down Africa." She's like, "I bless." He's like, "Are you sure?" She's like, "I should know. I karaokeed that at my wedding." Who would do that at their wedding to karaoke? <laughs> Africa? I would karaoke my wedding. I mean, yeah, I did karaoke, did karaoke my wedding. That was the, that was the joke, do, yeah. Oh, I don't know if you were still around for that. Yeah, he was. But who would, do carry, who would do Africa as their choice? Who would do Africa? Yeah. Not me. I can't hit those notes comfortably. I can hit them, but I sound like a, you I do, know. I do one a week sheep. at karaoke. Ooh, that's good. It's been a Chicken to China to Chinese chicken. You got all mm -hmm. the words down. That's awesome. At one point, I did. Um, my next quote is kind of like riding a bike, though. The, my next quote is when they realize that the moon is falling, and it's it's the mom. It's Brian's ex wife talking to Michael Pena, and she goes, 
honey, what do we do? The moon is falling. And he's like, we go to Aspen. (laughs) (laughs) We take a ski trip. (laughs) Like, fuck. I'm paraphrasing, but only a little bit. Um, This is at the fast food restaurant when Casey goes there. She orders this pastrami sandwich, and she's like, what sauces do you serve with the pastrami? And he goes, oh, yeah, we got barbecue, honey mustard, ranch. She reads the moon dad. He's like, what the fuck? And she's like, and what was that last one? That was pretty funny. Was that the only F? Was that the PG-13? Yep. Probably the best line of dialogue in the movie. Classically, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Um, Let's see. This is the exchange student talking <laughs> to the mom. She goes, as your exchange student, are you sure? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> she goes, as your exchange Growling? student, are you sure they'll let me into the bunker? Oh, yeah. Morbid world. Like They're not going to let a Chinese person into the U.S. bunker? They're going to let Middle Easterners into the country for a while. Yeah. It's true. They put Chinese people in camps here, like fairly recently. Fort Missoula. That was Japanese people, though. But I'm sure they stopped to check the difference. Japanese, that's what I meant. But yeah, probably. Probably. This is after Brian is in his ethereal plane. He's telling KC and Jocinda about everything he learned. And he immediately comes out. They're like, Brian... What what happened? What's wrong? He's like, we're part of an intergalactic war that's been going on for billions of years. <laughs> yeah, there are thousands of these swarms. They searched the universe for the only moon that escaped them. He's like, <laughs> Casey's like, that's crazy, man. He's like, and 12 years ago, one of them found us. We gotta hurry. <laughs> like, 12 years? You wouldn't get it. Um, This is when Sonny is trapped under the tree. And the exchange student's trying to help him. And he's like, you can't lift this. And she's like, Sonny, the moon is going to help us. Because the gravity lifts it up. And my last one for now is, this isn't a quote. It's just a name in the credits. It was Tom Manx. Not Tom Hanks. It got Seth giggling. So close, though. Seth, that's all you. All right. I guess I'll read... Like 16 of them? No. eight, okay. (laughs) All right. I guess I'll read them all. First one is in the very beginning when they're all up in space. And I don't even know what she's talking about, but it's Jacinda. And she says, it was either space or Italy. And Italy can't beat this view. That's when they were honeymoon. Yeah, but is that real? (laughs) Maybe Marcus was her new husband. No. And she he was, was there on the hunt. She was out there working. Her husband was a black guy. We know this. Excellent. Oh, yeah. No, no. They were married at the time. They got divorced somewhere in that 10 year. That's skip. right. Yeah. They were 10 years. Nice. Thanks. Uh, the second one is when Casey's talking to Chile on the phone, trying to get all the moon data. And they say, Ah, I see you're logging into our telescope, Professor. <laughs> Uh, we did this. One yeah, kind of I, I had some fish and chips earlier. <laughs> we we did this one kind of earlier, but astronaut day—that's today. Just, just <laughs> then you lost it. It's so stupid. <laughs> as the moon gets closer, time will speed up. Okay, we did that. It's trending on Twitter as of two minutes ago. Some guy getting like a notification on his phone about the moon <laughs> being a mega structure and it's hollow and there's aliens in it. He's like, "This is crazy." <laughs> 
Who's Tiki that spread the news? <laughs> Ooh. Tiki want that alien ass. Tiki spreading the cheeks. Spreading the news like he's spreading them cheeks. That's I'm gonna exactly I'm gonna reach right. out and invite to him one of these days. You Perfect. Should. I've invited like nine different people. We've got we got we're getting two guests lined up from Seth. Yeah. Over here. Four. We've got Mitch. Could Tiki pick his own me- movie? Yes. Yeah, potentially. That's See not porn. Do. Yeah. Should... Yeah. <laughs> He's just watch like the Star Wars parody porn. He picks up. He picks big titted milf slut gets fucked at the border. We're like, wow, that's a good one. It's one of my favorites. A little tame for him, probably. Your next one. My next one is uh, Michael Penis talking to. I don't remember who, but he's on the phone and he's trying to talk and he's yelling over the TV and he goes, hey, Google, turn off the TV. But he's like standing right next to it. And <laughs> he's he just literally like the button. three feet away. Just boop. It's so stupid. He boops the TV. <laughs> this one's not a quote, but I have to. When the, the tides are coming in and the, the stoner guy's sitting like in the hotel lobby watching TV. The water gets on his shoes, like it comes to the door, and you hear this big, like, boom sound effect when the oh, water yeah. splashes his toes <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Just stupid. It's here. Uh, <laughs> Halle Berry versus Donald Sutherland in that little confrontation they had. And she's like, You got blood on your hands after all this. And he's like, Yeah, I'm going to go kill myself in the back <laughs> office. Basically, what he says. And she goes, The sand in the hourglass is dropping quickly for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Much quicker for him, apparently. Well, just what a stupid fucking thing to say. Uh, my last quote is graffiti on the rocket ship. Fuck the moon is what it says. The other f bomb in the movie, but was not said, so they're in the clear. It still counts, though, right? I don't think so. Yeah, that's all me, Lucas. Um, I think I just have two quotes left. After all that rigor- rigmarole. Um, this is when KC and Brian are bonding. Brian's like, my wife divorced me. My son's in jail and the whole world hates me. And then KC goes, I'm so jealous though. You gotta go to the moon. (laughs) That's right. It's so stupid. And then my final one here. (laughs) The final quote here is, I think in the same conversation, but Casey's like, all right, like, like, look here, dude. It's highly likely our moon was built by aliens. <laughs> Turned out to be true. You love it that did. shit. All right. I That's guess it. It's my turn. You took me, you're, you're part of the moon. That was my last one from the Moomy. Put the your moony. pinky fingers to the fall. Bad. Um, the mega structure. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a bar. Um, so I guess I'm just doing my Seth and me quote. Seth's and my me quote. My one me one is Jocinda's my like me. my me, <laughs> my me me. My one me quote was Jocinda's like this hole is over 25 kilo- kilometers deep, and Brian goes, "That's the Maracrisium," and I'm like, he sees a hole and is like. I know that hole anywhere. <laughs> and the depth. He knows a hole he when knows. he sees it. That's my quote. And then some Seth ones. He oh. had back-to-back-to-back to back to back ones. Until uh, I stop rapping. Yep. He had... Uh, his ex-wife really looks like a smooth-skinned Kristen Wiig over here. Yeah, that's right. We did talk about that. She does. Um, I thought it was Kristen Wiig for a little while. I did too. This is when Brenda. Yeah, 
This Brenda is... Lopez. <laughs> Mario Lopez. She took the penis last name. This is when you see the foreign exchange student for the first time and like Jacinda's getting ready in the morning. Yeah. And she's like, do this and this and this. And she's like, she's like, I've got this. You go to work. And Seth just goes, is that a really friendly babysitter? Or am I the guy that doesn't understand that people can be gay? Oh, yeah. Because I thought that her character was like in a relationship with her. It, it was very, quite sexual. Yeah. Well, she leaned against the door like longingly when she was leaving in the middle of the night. I don't know how else to interpret that besides yeah. friendly babysitter. I didn't catch any of that. There, it was, it seemed like an overtone or just maybe bad direction. This is another one that Seth already kind of said, but he just goes, Hey, I lied to my grandma too and told her I worked at NASA when she got dementia. <laughs> That's right. I was like happy to connect with the character. <laughs> Gotta do it. <laughs> and my last one is just Seth so upset when they have the little heart to heart together and when Casey's talking with his grandma too. It came up a lot, but you're like, can we just let the moon fall and not give every person a sad backstory? Oh yeah, it was yeah. like the jail son, dementia mom, gay babysitter, people. Yeah. yeah, divorce with a secretary of defense ex husband. Yeah, Lexus owning stepfather. Yeah, just. <laughs> Where's the moon? <laughs> Just let it fall. Mm. Um, Seth finishes off. All right. Uh, oh, it was a Brandon quote I kind of did earlier already. We have 19 seconds until moon hits until the moon hits the earth. Uh, this is the two guys that were going to be mission control for the impromptu uh, rocket launch to the moon, and they're talking to Casey. They're like. Oh, are we sure about all this? And they go, we checked the data. He's right. <laughs> like, and he's only doing it based off conjectures. So they have no idea. He's like, yeah, it's growing in size. They never measured it. They didn't bring a tape measure to the moon. They have no idea. Uh, this is from Brian trying to get him to go into space with him. Casey. And he says, if you, what you say is true, then we're going to need a mega structurist. <laughs> One of the, like, that was the ultimate gift. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna need an entirely crazy person. <laughs> uh this is, Who can do calculation. It's speaking of, my very next quote. They're uh they're one of their <laughs> I already know this one, one of their blasters fails. And uh Jacinda goes, Can the moon pulse the rest of the way up? Talking to KC and he's just like hitting a calculator really fast. He goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of numbers. Like, how would you do that math? Because you don't know how far the moon is away at that moment. You can't see it. No. What the gravitational pull of how close it is. That's to what it. the calculator's for, so we can check all that. Oh yeah, it it's a tape measure. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, this is also from Brandon. Actually, when they oh. all crash on the moon and they're being scanned by some light, and Brandon's like, "Who the hell is Green Boy over here?" <laughs> <laughs> Green boy got him good. I don't know who says this or what the context is, but it's oh no, the moon is rising instead of falling. <laughs> so I thought it was really funny. <laughs> Turned on the title. They haven't, yeah. they haven't said moon fall once. They're like, oh no, moon rise. Um, That's so stupid. This is from Casey. Also, don't really remember the context so much, but it smells funny. Gravity. <laughs> I think because I think it was supposed to be they a joke on his, on his IBS that he mentioned earlier, his irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, I didn't get. But that he woke up and he's like, "It smells funny and gravity." gravity. <laughs> he smelled it. 
Uh, this is when... You smelted, then you dealt your gravity. It's the Secretary of Defense and who I can only assume is the President are turning the keys to launch the nukes at the moon. You know. I know. Sorry. Of course. I was thinking about what I said for a sec. Uh, but he does. He pulls the key out and there. <laughs> what are you doing? He says, my ex-wife is up there. <laughs> and I trust her. Yeah. Uh, I did. I laughed too. At no point in the divorce process did he lose his faith in his wife. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> that's what, well, Brandon, she's fucking got this, man. <laughs> that's what Brandon said fault. Like right after. He's like, then why did you divorce her? <laughs> it's like, she's never let me down before. It's like, apparently not. <laughs> that can't be true. Uh, and my last one, we actually did in my last one already. It's when she, uh, the foreign exchange student's trying to lift the tree up, and she says, Sunny, the moon is going <laughs> to help us. You did that one, us. yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. The moon is <laughs> killing everything and causing the oceans to drown everyone. She goes, it's gonna help us. <laughs> she spoke great friend. English. She did, yeah. She didn't seem very foreign to me. <laughs> Alright. It's <laughs> Jesus. The worst kind of racist. <laughs> Just confused. Um, it's ratings time with quotes done. We are starting with Lucas here. Thermometer. Percentage. Oh, critics. Fucking 30... Four. Okay. Thermometer critics? Mm hmm. God, 34 is a great guess. I'm going to say 35. One of you guys is right. Oh, shit. It's 34. <laughs> so it was good Double to go minutes. one up. It was good to go one up on him then, because it, it was a good guess. But it is a 35. Oh! Double points for Seth. He's up 4 2. Off the back of my work. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, I wouldn't have guessed 34 of my own volition. Seth, you're starting audience score percentage. Uh. Uh. <laughs> you didn't spit it, man. I, Fire. Th this is tough. I don't know if audiences uh, railed it or <laughs> loved it more than, more than critics. Brandon. Thanks. <laughs> the I, appreciate, I appreciate the affirmation for what I just did there. Woo! Daily. Fuck it. 12. 12%. Um. Doing a wide swerve. I'm going to say 57. Lucas is the winner. It's a 70%. Jesus, Jesus I was going to go higher. Yeah. That's crazy. Are people that dumb? Oh, yeah, for sure. No. Oh, oh yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dumber. Oh, no. All right, Dumber Lucas. than 76? Lucas, IMDb meta score out of 100. 4.0. 40. This is who? Critics. <laughs> Sorry. 34. Oh, going back to the roots. I like One it. One of you guys is so close. It's a 41. It's Lucas. Damn, he's coming back. He was I'm one off. One off one on below twice. It doesn't creatures. matter, though. Yeah. Well, it is 4-4 four, four right now with yeah. the double points for Seth. So this last one wins it all, and Seth is our first guesser here. This last one's worth a 1,000 points. Yeah, it is. It's true. So, audience Exotic score one. out of 10. Audience score out of 10. And this is not Thermometer. No, this so is IMDb. not a yes or no. Correct. Which means, obviously, <laughs> it's a 5.4. Okay. Fuck, that's right. That's right where I was pimping. I'll say 5.9. 5.9. 5. 
one of you guys is so close. We're both close. And the winner, a thousand and four to four. Oh God! Is Seth? Let's go! It's a 5.3? It's a 5.1. No way! I fucking did it! That kid. The kid did it. The kid did it. Listen, I would have at least tied even without the double points. Correct. So the kid is back in town. Yeah. He's saddled up, yeah. Yeah, and I'm about to get out of town with the horse. Uh, I rode into town on a horse and left with a different horse because I'm that kind of guy. So, ratings are done. We're going to get into reviews, but before that, what are you giving to do hours? Um, in, in, in accordance with my, my sort of malicious spirit today, I'm going to give this a 1.1. This thing stinks. It's stupid. I think, I don't think a movie this, this functionally stupid should be tackling stuff like how did humans come about? Where, where's the nature of our universe? Um, Throw out all the other storylines besides the fucking Patrick Wilson and KC and Halle Berry one, and they suck too at 1.1. Okay, Seth. You're going to think I'm joking when I say this, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) 1.2. I totally think you are joking. (laughs) Totally serious was what my... (laughs) I got him. That was what I was thinking in my head. There's no way. Uh, For real, for real. For real, for real. Yeah. This happens a lot where it's like, you're going to be mad, but I really was thinking just 0.1 above you on your guess. <laughs> uh, no, but a 1.2 was what I was thinking. It just is really fucking bad. You could, like Lucas was saying, you could cut out pretty much every storyline and it would still feel the exact same, just with a much shorter runtime and mm-hmm. much less quotes for us to have to write down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bad and dumb. 1.2. I've been struggling about where I want to give this movie. It's not your sexuality, man. It's just no, a I know. Rating. You don't have to be so confused. And... But I think I'm ending at a 3.2. You were thinking 2 for a second there. I know. Uh, it's, it's, I was thinking about a 10. It's some, no, <laughs> it's somewhere between like a 2.4 and a 3.2. Um, it's a 2.4. It's... Uh, I'm going to echo, there are too many storylines that you can nix, and it would be great if you got rid of a lot of those, and it would 90 minutes, more digestible, it would be a 3.7. It would be great. <laughs> um, I'm always higher than you guys are on big budget, like, kind of, like, action-y kind of things, but this is, like, a one big thing, like, we love Elon, and also, hey, AI is bad, so it's, like... I don't need to know this. I just want to watch the moon fucking fall and somebody try and destroy the moon or something. Oops. Not some giant convoluted conspiracy. I I mean, I do love a conspiracy theory kind of thing, but then the aliens and the infrastructure and blah, 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 3.2. So a 1.1, yeah. a 1.2, and a 3.2. So out of 5.5. Pretty, pretty soulless. There's not a lot of heart that went into this, I don't think. Yeah, There's it's even one- like a Megadon. Had, had some, like, characters and had some... Far better. Yeah, hard. Yeah. And they didn't try to make it so this asteroid was the precursor to all human life as we know it. Yeah, no, it's just an asteroid. It's just, it's just an it's asteroid. It just happened to come towards us. Yeah. Let's send some drillers. Oops, the, an asteroid hit the moon. Now it's coming towards us. We gotta fix it. Oops, Oops all asteroids. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> We're doing the same thing. A 1.83 average from all of us. Let's get into some reviews real quick. 1.83? Mm-hmm. How'd you do that mentally? It was 5.5 combined, so 1.8 times 3 is 5.4, mm. with an extra 1 divided by 3 repeating. He's a genius. Yeah. We know this stuff. We don't question it. What about us? I want to be a genius. You guys are both We're genius really fucking smart, ways. too. How am I a genius? I want you guys to tell me, and I want you to be mean about it. You're a genius and idiot. Oh! Yeah. I'm going to go with Brandon Music taste. I do have a pretty good taste in music. <laughs> Don't suck my we're gonna dick do, about it. We're going to do some reviews. Um, I have a critic review, but it's not actually like a a real movie critic. So I put them at the very end. Hmm. Who are so, they? I have a question. I'll get into it. What? Let me use the restroom. You can go ahead. The first one is by Leof Weindraka. Oh, thank God. Right of the Office. <laughs> can miss that. It's not the writer of The Office. Um, but it's Lee Eisen. That is correct. On That's February on February 16th, 2023, Leof Weindraka says... Why would he slam the door going out? He says it. No, (laughs) Leo Weidrock is like, why would he slam that door? Uh, He says, it seems like Roland Emmerich is just content to tiredly revisit old grounds these days. Because as a slice of sci-fi hokum, Moonfall is as cheesy and predictable as they come. It's a story about some astronauts who realize that the moon has been put out of orbit by an alien presence and, of course, are the only ones with the ability to do something about it. It's the same premise as at least a dozen Asylum and sci-fi channel movies, and this is a little better than them. The CGI is a little improved, I suppose. The actors go through the motions. John Bradley plays exactly the same characters he did in Game of Thrones. And it's the same kind of nonsensical blow em up boredom that Emmerich will keep making until he's in his grave. Four yeah. out of ten. Oh, yeah, I kind of agree. It's in, in that sort of same vein. It's He's doing too much running and falling stuff to have anything smart to really say. Yeah. It's funny, it's because it's like they are the only ones that can save it, like nobody else can. That's one thing that I liked about the Martian is when like their ship did not work. They were like, hey, China, (laughs) we've got someone up there. Can we can we have your assistance? It's like the world is going to die. Hey, Russia. Hey, China. Like for Pete's sake, can we can we borrow a rocket for for the love of God? Love of humanity. Yeah. So. It's it's always just one group of people that can, and but always are weird relationships to each other. I I swear, at the end of the movie, I thought that Patrick I, Wilson I'm and Halle Berry that would that would I am too, it. but it felt like it was like a stealth ending where they were going to get together, where <laughs> yeah. they did in that. I'm glad they didn't. They resisted. Um, my next one is by Seth. It's Snoopy style. Huh. April 4th, 2022, while he's gone, we'll read his review. It says, Director Roland Emmerich has woven a conspiracy theory into his brand of action sci-fi thriller. See, he's an auteur for sure. Mm -hmm. I like the potential. I even like the outlandish concept. The first half is a little clunky, but I'm willing to go with it. The problematic writing does build up over time. It's his never-ending close calls and melodramas. It's the awkward sci-fi, and the second half stumbles here and there until it falls flat. Roland is no longer that guy anymore. He's not making the big-budget action thriller hits. Five out of ten. It's not that dude. The time has passed him by, maybe, yeah. 
He's he's just a veteran now. He's just he, a role player on the team. He isn't him. He do not be him. Baby Gronk so, beat him. Yeah. Baby Gronk could slap Roland Emmerich. It's crazy. <sighs> he pulling Livy Dunn. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna beat Roland Emmerich. So the Drip King. You gave it a five out of ten. I did Snoopy style. Okay, Leaf Wine four out of ten. Next one is by a one-time returner. Seth was not here for it because I think it was Red Notice. Gabe the Dinosaur. Ooh, good name. Mm-hmm. February 8th, 2022, Gabe the Dinosaur says, Roland Emmerich did a fantastic job directing this movie. He made it very different, like Independence Day 26 years ago. Mm. The, char- the characters were like Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith's characters. The aliens were so well done. So different. The moon creature was so amazing. I hope to see it again in Moonfall and the end of Earth's gravity. 10 out of 10. What are you talking so, about? The aliens were well done. They're, the what are aliens they? were well it's done. not the moon. And the moon creature was amazing. Yeah. There were no aliens then. There was just the one guy that was an amalgamation of, I don't know, carbon, whatever. Therapy. Sand. It's an amalgamation therapy. of therapy. Well, those got a therapy. I'm like the evil alien, though. It was just like. Bits, iron. Bites. It looks like yeah. a little nanobot thing. So yeah, it kind of looked like the emails? the 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 shit in emails. big in big That's hero right. six. No, it was emails. It was emails. But so gave the dinosaur ten out of ten. Next is by Westside Chai, another returner. Maybe his third or fourth time around. On May thirtieth, twenty twenty two, they say every scene that involves some science or tech idea is really dumbed down bad science. Sound effects and combustion in the vacuum of space. Combustion. Mega steel looking structures made how? Dialogue and behavior amongst all involved not realistic. Just made up by some sheltered Hollywood writer. Usual script hooks of personal and interpersonal problems. Two out of ten. I don't really care about most of that stuff. The science, like... The, the sound in space. Like, who, who cares, right? It's more like there's a moon falling out of the sky. Maybe that's the scientific thing you should worry about. I did, that's the I'm, story. I mean, I did appreciate the no sound in space and interstellar and, like, gravity because... You're going to love the tagline for Alien, then. In space, no one can hear you scream. That's so... Oh, that's where that comes good. from. Good. That's so funny. Oh, I've only used that as a joke. I didn't know it was a tagline. Yeah. In space, no one can hear you cream. <laughs> God damn. That's the bar. This next one is oh, by Returner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This next one is by No God, No Masters. <laughs> so happy about it. On February 27, 2022. I put this in here because I didn't know why they put it, but now I do, so it's not as good. It says, I miss mm. the rains down in Africa. But when you're doing a script before writing it, you're like, before, what the- like yeah. watching the movie. It says, I miss the rains down in Africa. The film had some great intensity. One printed F word. No sex or nudity. Eight out of ten. There was a spoken. There was a spoken one. He missed it. He doesn't know. This guy's stupid. Delete him. You put him in your. You put him in your list last season. Blocked. Who is this? No God, no masters. I actually like that a lot. That's a good guy. That's a good review. He always tries to put like the parental ratings of f word, sex, and nudity in there. But like the last time he did it, it came out of nowhere, and you're like, "What the fuck? This is my kind of guy." 
But now you hate him, I guess. I love him. Um, because of how much I hate Penultimate him. user review is by mm-hmm, whatever. On April 18th, 2022, they say, I give this movie a 10 out of 10. Not because it's good, but because of the Humvee did not break down from the Lompoc, California to Aspen, Colorado. 15 hours of driving? Anyone who has driven a Humvee knows that in itself is incredible. 10 out of 10. Humvee hater. I watched this because of the trucks. <laughs> Good old monster trucks review. Yeah, it's actually a 5.7 liter engine. <laughs> but I kept coming back for oh, the Hemi. trucks. I hope there's a sequel so I can see more trucks. 5.7 Hemi. And my last one is by... <laughs> more trucks in Moonfall, please. <laughs> my last one today is by Bruno Rates the is Movies. Is this the critic guy you're talking no, about? No, I'll have no. one more after that. Bruno rates the movie on July 24th, 0222. It was supposed to be 2022, but mm. they say, I love a good old megastructure ancient alien conspiracy theory as much as the next guy who watches the History Channel. But this was a basically a glorified big budgeted waste of my time. Shoot for the moon, they say. More like shoot me in the face next time. One out of ten. Ooh, we made that joke earlier. <laughs> did we? I don't think we did. Fucking shoot me in the face. Yeah, Moonfall. More like moon fall out of my line of sight so I don't have to watch this movie anymore. Nice. Yeah. And my last one, I usually get just critic reviews from the critic response section on Wikipedia um, that they have listed out there because they usually have some big ones. They only had one person and it's not an actual one. It's a YouTuber. And as of May 2023... This in-depth video had received more than 4.3 million views. God damn. The YouTuber's handle is Penguins Zero. <gasps> Critical. I love him. <laughs> Seth's like favorite YouTuber. Who, like it's not yours too. He who he introduced me to, Critical. Yeah. Um, he said in his the goofiest movie film ever made, a stinky masterpiece and a smelly magnum opus. I couldn't believe it actually exists. Was hmm. that on the moist meter? I don't know. Oh, that's he does a movie and like game reviews. It's the moist meter. How wet was this piece of media? Then it definitely had to have been on there. It was probably like. But I just saw moist. Penguin Zero, and I was like, oh, "Wait a minute, is that critical?" I love him. And I had to look it up, so I put it in here just for you. It's my favorite little guy. He, he is like five four. He's Wait, small. really? Yeah, he's a short dude. Oh my god, he's smaller than me. He's and he's a twig. You. Yeah. But his hair is like 5'9". Oh, well, he's like ripped, though. He works oh, out. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> and so, on the pod. with that, that's gonna... That's gonna... Oh, my God, if we got critical on here. I would kill myself. So, that's gonna end it this week. Are we recommending Moonfall to anyone? Nope. I'm gonna interrupt and say no. I'm probably gonna say no, Lucas. No, fuck that. Okay, three fuck no's. Seth's flipping off the camera again. Um, and so with that, we will see you guys next week. We are the Space Sluts. Yeah. Brandon, Lucas, Seth. What are we doing next week? We are finishing off Space Month with the Space Sluts with our masterpiece. Woo! We were down to two options with Wally or Alien. Lucas gave us this really beautiful speech in our text thread. So we're um, doing Predator. So we're doing Predemic. 
Totemic, he said. No, Birdemic. Oh, that'd be good. But we are going to do Alien. We think it's a it's a masterpiece for two separate genres. Definitely genre-defining um, of its time and of now. So we're going to do some Alien. Seth has never seen, so it'll be a nice watch. Um, and with that, we're going to end it. Send us videos. Send me a hat. I'm still Send- waiting on that. <laughs> the hat from Chef. I have a blowfish hat I got from my, my dead grandpa. I'm, I don't want you to send me that. Please keep that for yourself. That's a you precious sure? heirloom. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want this yeah. hat? Yes. You want this hat? I want okay. that hat and a Cuban hat. Okay. Um, send Seth some hats, Lucas some recipes, and with that, we'll see you next week. Bleh. Don't bleh. All right, lady. I just want to say goodbye to everybody. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies, and remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably probably the movies. movies.